0: And we are live. We're, we are back. Back. Did you miss us? I'm Corey. I'm Jordan. And this is the Cordon and Full Effect podcast. And we are back. Like we never left. We are back like we never left. Episode nine. What's that mean? And one more episode will be at 10. We'll be in the top 20% of podcasts that are active. Let's go. Putting in that work. Yes. As y'all have seen, the scene has, if y'all has the, the bar, <clears throat> 10 seconds in, the bars. <laughs> A new scene. We have upgraded from the first floor to the third floor. Construction's in progress. Thank Jordan, because I don't live here, so he's been doing all this work. (laughs) Welcome to the office. Yes, but for first-time listeners, like I said, I'm Corey. That's Jordan. And we are discussing finances and fitness or wealth and health or whatever you want to call it. And we're going to help you stay motivated and disciplined on your financial and fitness journey and we're going to make sure you remember to save more and say less and man.
1: keep making better your best
0: and we're going to keep working on that intro for new listeners but that's that's what i got for right now how'd y'all like that i don't freaking know all right all right housekeeping <laughs> house cleaning feedback did you get feedback
1: i did not people listen to it they liked it i mean
0: people listen to it they liked it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, uh, what's um we're working on the stream deck. I'm not going to hold it up because people on YouTube can see it. You can see it right there, though, once it goes away. So we're going to... People don't, don't know what the stream deck is, Gordon. Oh, Soundboard. Thank soundboard. You. I mean, my bad. That's the company. That's the company. But yeah, we're going to work on getting that set up so we can have that so you guys can... One, again, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> <laughs> we got 32 keys that we can uh, put some things on. But that will be fun when we got that set up. Um, I didn't get any feedback either. I was told I sound more comfortable, but that was on episode seven. So, I mean, we th- locked in. Two episodes behind. We think we may have.
1: Not permanently, but we have made progress on fixing the audio issues. Let's put it this way. It only took us 30 to 45 minutes to get set up this time (laughs) instead of two hours. So we're getting there. Yeah, we're getting there. Streamlining that process. Right. Work with us. And then I also wanted to say,
0: Jordan and I were matching on the last few episodes. (laughs) Not intentional, right? I mean, Jordan lives here, so he can just change is closed but I'm, I, I want to so I can come as you are or whatever the bible <laughs> says so i remember that crap let me say i think i have one more thing to say for the housekeeping
1: my bad y'all you good take your time but not really because we live so oh i worry. forgot
0: people keep asking me yeah people keep asking me about my um my pricing for the financial coaching that is now on my link tree um i have not found a good way to explain it so it makes sense <laughs> <laughs> Quickly. So, I haven't found a 60 second or under way to explain it but it's $20 an hour, right? But then I don't know anything about your finances so it's actually $50 for the first 4 hours so I can I can get all your information out.
1: And what are we doing in that first 4 hours, Corey? Everything. Okay.
0: That's that's essentially like every co- coaching session in right. one in one session. <laughs> Mo- most people don't like I need to know exactly how much your bills are, and all you know, all these different type of things, where you're at, your housing living situation, or your goals long term, all those things. So when we have the you know twenty dollar hour session, we can you know move forward you know in a positive manner. Or you can pay fifty dollars for a whole month for one one hour session a week, which is obviously cheaper. Because if you do four on an hourly basis, you'll be at eighty dollars versus fifty. And then um, on top of that, you get locked in. To the monthly price, if you get fifty dollars in now, that's it. You're Mm -hmm. locked into fifty dollars. I better
1: get on on this ground floor while it's low.
0: Then, if it, you know, if you happen to cancel, you come back. Price might change, and then Mm -hmm. obviously for the hourly. That's good for a month. So if you come, you know, come in July, it might not be $20. I'm going to just plug them in. Give Corey money. Give Cor- okay. Give Jordan and his wife money. Right. <laughs> hey. Give Corey money. Yes. Yeah, nice transition to shameless plug. So you can follow me
1: at sideline underscore Corey. You can follow Jordan at. Stop stalling J. That's S-T-O-P-S-T-A-L-L-I-N-G-J-A-Y on everything. And the business page at. Finally fit 6 finallyfit F I T zero six 6 on IG and Facebook.
0: And then we also have our YouTube page, which is Corden in full effect. And all of that information will be in our show notes. And please, y'all watching this YouTube video. I don't know why you haven't liked it yet. I don't know why you didn't hit the bell yet for the YouTube algorithm. I don't think the bell's for the YouTube algorithm. But the liking is. That's for it. You need to comment. You need to subscribe. Same thing on Apple Podcasts, Google po- Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Get, like, like leave us rating reviews yeah. so we, we know how to online. make this better. I mean, we've been, we've been trying to... Uh, take your feedback and implement it as quickly and as feasibly as possible. So um I don't I don't know what else to say with that. I think I think we would had a good rate. <laughs> I think we're doing good. I, I wish I, I would press sound but I'd probably break everything if I hit that. <laughs> <laughs> everything
1: just close out. All uh, right,
0: right, right. We have to start back. I think we're only five minutes in. But um Okay, we good to go? I think we're good. All right, done house cleaning. So for those of y'all again first time listeners, the first segment will be a fitness segment and then the second segment will be a finance segment. So fitness question number one. This is from oh we had guest questions I forgot we have guest questions today we finally got some guest questions yes. so I don't think
1: that interactive feedback we yeah. appreciate y'all
0: yeah let, let me I'll make the disclaimer again the finance questions are all guest based questions so I know that <laughs> I know that we say in Jordan I make up questions but if guests give us questions we will answer you guys questions first and we'll do our best to answer all of your questions on the uh, podcast that's immediate after you ask your question so for finance all the questions we're going to do are not from either of us. The, the internet has spoken and we are going to do our job to answer them. For fitness, this first question, the only one right, correct, is a guest question. So for this person, here goes your question. I guess it's to Jordan technically, but what made you start your fitness journey? I mean, it could be both of us. I mean, yeah, 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 I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. We both got a fitness journey. I mean, you're the fitness person though, I mean, so like, got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah.
1: Um, so good question. Thanks for asking. Um, there are a couple of things that made me start my fitness journey. Uh, so my wife and I started dating back in 2016. So this is just, you know, a little backstory on it. And we were, you know, when you're dating, you, you getting comfortable, but when you date, what do you do? You go out to eat. Now eat when it, you I, you, you should, said when you eat. date, PG no, 13 no, no. <laughs> <laughs> court. All right. When you, <laughs> we have the explicit tag. on. We there. do. We do. Hey, last yeah. episode, you can lead from the back <laughs> I, started early today. We six minutes in. Okay. Anyways. So yeah, my wife and I, were dating back, in, started dating back in 2016, and we started eating out a lot, and I'm talking about a lot, like, we were, we were eating good, I mean, this is like, right after I got out of college, I got my little first- Eat, Eating good, making a fourth income you make now with a whole bunch of debt. Exactly. Sounds like y'all right now in your current state. It's like, <laughs> let me stop, <laughs> hey, we- <laughs> Oh, man, yeah, I mean, so I'm, I'm living in my mom's house, you know what I mean? Look, I'm, I'm, I'm eating good, you know what I mean? Like- Bills I, this is so this was before I was um fitness savvy and before I was um yeah financial savvy. Yeah, This is 2016 exactly. so you today hey, 2 years too late. That's what I'm saying. You're too early in so this case. I'm I'm out I'm out here. We just doing whatever we want to do. And when I say we're eating we're eating good, so I mean, example, Cheesecake Factory, right? Ooh, like, I love Cheesecake Factory. I do too, it's so their, good. Their menu's so versatile oh, and it changed seasonally. People they, be hating.
0: They Mc- really do. McDonald's is good too. It is. By the way, it's your food eat what you want. I mean, you know <laughs> But at
1: the same time, make sure you portion control, all right? Or well, yeah. frequency. now nah, right?
0: let's talk about, yeah, we're
1: talking about initial now. So you can eat bad when you just start. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Ignorance, okay? If you don't know, yeah. we can't hold you accountable, all right? Oh but once you know, all right, yeah, I'm looking at y'all, you two. Be accountable. Anyways, back to Cheesecake Factory. So, yeah, you know, for those who know, Cheesecake Factory got a lot, a lot of stuff. And nothing on that menu is under five hundred calories. Like i no, I'm talking about nothing. Not, Not even nothing. a salad? Not even a salads. You'd be surprised how many calories salads have have you had a salad? Like looked at the caloric intake? I'm gonna say
0: or- I know them they've been updating menus as of late. Does cheesecake have everything the calories on the side uh, yeah see the They're thing is it. you know me I, don't, I can't you know i can read but you know i'm tunnel <laughs> i'm tunnel vision like, if you need somebody to multitask i'm not the person so
1: i just look at the food but mm-hmm. I'll, I'll try to remember that next time you want what you want but you want it man look i got you <laughs> i don't, be like that i mean let's be honest you want to cheesecake factory you're not going to get a salad bro, i mean they, most they, people don't it's called cheesecake factory hey yeah, yeah. yeah. that cheesecake be hitting It's smacking so, yeah. but so let's, let's see let's, this
0: is not a food podcast <laughs>
1: Oh, man. So that being said, we were eating Cheesecake Factory frequently and what we were getting. So like I would go and well, we would go together and I would get an appetizer. She would get an appetizer. I would get an entree. She would get an entree. She would get a dessert. I would get a dessert. And then we got cheesecakes to go. So what is that? That's that's eight different dishes. Remember, I just told you. So eight different dishes. Nothing is under 500 calories. So we're talking about at least 4000 calories total for the meal. Right. Eight times five is, is Okay, I'm 400. Yes, Thank yes, you.
0: yes. Okay, yes, okay. I'm, I'm just thinking. <laughs> thought, look, this is before y'all moved in together, right? Yeah. how Where'd you get this money from? What you mean? I'm at
1: home. True. I'm okay. I'm at home, and okay. I'm not. Because and
0: and I'm, I'm thinking like. You wasn't
1: you. You and know, yeah. responsible at the time. They only, I mean, you know what I mean. Loans and deferment. No. I got all I got is a car payment. Like I'm just, I'm living my best life. Like I mean, I got it, girl. Let's go. You know, I'm also trying to. I'm, I'm dating my right, right. You to, make, yeah. You're, you're making I'm first impression. Yeah, exactly. I'm not
0: struggling financially, even though I am. I'm exactly.
1: A fake it. I'm i I'm fake it till I make it. Yeah. Also, I, I hadn't made it yet. But also, you
0: know? remember this. This is 2016. This is not how we current. They are currently living. Yeah. Some of
1: you are currently living this way. Don't do this. <laughs> do not. <laughs>
0: Or stop or stop. You're doing it. Exactly. Stop. This okay.
1: Is, this is yeah. This is how not to live uh, wealth conscious or health conscious, conscious. Right. Okay? So you you balling on a budget and you're eating uh, unhealthy. Yes. I mean, and then so what it really was, because, again, I'm not trying to downplay Cheesecake Factory, right? The food is good. You can have it. You probably shouldn't have what we had per sitting. But the frequency is what really got us. Right. We were going to Cheesecake Factory. At, I kid you not. Four to six times a month. Like, so that's more than once a week, bro ordering eight things off the menu you know what i mean and this is i mean this is just one of our go-to places like so cheesecake Factory. it's not like we're oh eating healthy throughout the week and then we're having cheesecake Factory. like nah i'm having burger king mcdonald's chick-fil-a and then i'm like oh okay you feel like going to cheesecake factory night and then we go there and get half the menu and come back you now I, I see mean? why
0: you didn't want to pay for jessica's meal
1: because <laughs> <laughs> i mean jessica
0: we'll be back to you you will come back we'll jessica. be back to you in the you, finance you section tight,
1: <laughs> all right but, okay, so it's a Y'all was reckless. Month. We were. Jeez. Literally. You said four to six times a month. I'm talking about four to six times a month, bro. Dang, and this went on. No I wonder mean, she married you. Look.
0: You said it's, I mean, look.
1: <laughs> you know, cheesecake became right. as common to us as some people's McDonald's. Like, real right. talk. Like, I mean, we just, we hitting up cheesecake on the regular. Wow. So, we were doing that. And then, so we moved into our apartment together in February 2018. And I forgot what event we were going to. I think it was like a pool party or something but long story short i looked in the mirror and (laughs) i did not like what i saw ladies and gentlemen okay and that's the same let's be very clear i'm not telling you you know what i mean to you know start self-hating yourself but like i mean you got to be happy with what you're what you're looking at right this is this is you you got to love you self-love right yeah self-deprecation thank you so you if you don't like what you see i mean you got options right you can actively decide to do something about it or you can sit and stay where you're at and keep repeating your actions I got you there Hmm. and I decided to make a choice um so that was one of the reasons I mean just from a physical standpoint I mean I wasn't happy I was up I felt like a shell of my former self so for those who don't know I used to be a collegiate athlete you know I I used to play football I was I was in pretty good shape at one point in time but that was I mean I graduated college in 2015 so we're talking about what 2018 i'm yeah, looking at yeah, almost years, three years or oh, you know goodness. putting on that relationship weight i'm feeling good you know what i mean <laughs> but i don't i don't look the women, way I women want always to. say that i got on this weight once i start dating you shoot you had cheesecake four times six times more. <laughs> i mean that's different and it was it wasn't it wasn't just me so my, my wife felt the same way we kind of just had a sit down and we were like you know i think we eating a lot like a lot two years like, later you know, like, i mean but yeah i mean that's so funny though. It, it is. I mean, it takes a while to realize because I mean, you're Awareness. happy, right? If yeah. things if things are going well in your life, you tend to kind of put things like this to the side, right? It's more mm. so just like, you know, from a from a feeling standpoint, I'm you know, I'm, I'm de- again, I'm dating my I mean, she's not my wife at the time, but I'm dating someone I'm taking seriously. We had just mm. moved in together, we got an apartment. So, you know, and again in my head You're courting. Exactly. All is well, right? Until it's not. So uh <laughs> the next reason that I started my fitness journey. Um, in July of 2018, I actually had a doctor's appointment because I wasn't feeling well. Um, started having stomach issues, uh, free- I mean, we can get into it. I don't care. I don't mind sharing. Is that cool? You've already said it. Okay. So yeah. So I, you know, started having stomach awesome. issues. Uh, <laughs> you already said what you have. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, yeah. Frequently used in the bathroom. Uh, and long story short, I ended up uh, getting diagnosed with ulcerative colitis. Um, which basically means my colon produces too much acid, uh, and there are way there are medicines. It's a chronic condition, so what that means is you can't get rid of it. You just basically uh, improve quality of life. Um, they don't necessarily know exactly what causes it at this point in time. So you know, what I mean, I, I mean, I'll be honest. I think I got an idea of what caused mine. I mean, between the cheesecake. You know, forty-six. Th- <laughs> the cheesecake forty-six times a month and, and then, the alcohol. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. be honest. Okay, so college. I had a great time in college. Okay, I probably partied enough in college in four years for a decade. And yeah, Bowie's is dry. Bowie State's a dry
0: school as well, which means you can't have alcohol on campus mm-hmm. even if you're twenty-one. Listen. So and <laughs> what? I'm, so and who followed
1: that rule? Look, mm-hmm. I mean, not the adults. <laughs> so between Bowie and then I also spent a year. For those who don't know, I spent a year and a half at West Virginia Wesleyan College. I'm going to be very clear about West Virginia. Shout out to my BWC uh, oh. guys. But all they do in West Virginia is drink. They know how to get lit Morgan in West Town. Virginia. West Virginia State. Ooh, Listen, my goodness. you go out there on St. Patrick's Day, you just mm-hmm. got to be prepared to <laughs> fall asleep on somebody's floor somewhere. Like It's it's really real. But um, yeah, so needless to say, I was having a great time in college, um, but I put a lot of stress and duress on my body, um, alcohol, Taco Bell. Okay. Oh, and well. I mean, and this again, this ain't a direct this to Taco Bell, but um, let's be... Let's be very clear. There are some things that shouldn't be eaten probably at all, but if you are going to eat them, <laughs> you shouldn't have them frequently. I was eating Taco Bell like three or four times a week. Like, it was I, right down the street from Bowie, too. It, listen, does help. <laughs> around the corner, it's open all night. All night, yeah. Okay? This is back when they had uh, things on the menu that were less than a yeah. dollar. So if you got $5, you can eat like a king at Taco yeah. Bell. I remember we had the Connect in the Remember, I was playing Clash of Clans,
0: and the but, manager, needed to started giving us free food. Uh, That's crazy. So, okay, Uh, backstory on that. Like, (laughs) I used to play Clash of Clans. It's a mobile. I mean, most of y'all know if you. It's very popular app. But I used I was playing that all through college, even all the time, even during tests because I was addicted to that. We went to Taco Bell one day, and the manager was like, "Oh, you play Clash of Clans?" And I just started breaking it down to him. Then he. Then I guess for the the trade of information I gave him for Clash of Clans, he decided to give us free food from Taco Bell.
1: Free. Food. yeah so everybody got a plug right imagine yeah. having a taco, taco bell, bell plug in college right? <laughs> in college <laughs> and it's 10 minutes down the street oh man so that yeah. being said i ate way we well yeah i don't think Corey, Corey, were you i mean every time you came to campus i think we would I would ask you to stop by taco bell
0: right let's be very very clear my diet even till this day well now my diet is better it's not my turn i guess but yeah i good. mean talking about college yeah come on now i okay. used to, I, I wasn't eating um fuji four to six times i mean I, no my bad i was eating fuji twice a month okay at least every time i got paid every time i got paid i would go get fuji gotcha and you know obviously you had in taco bell chipotle all that i was eating chipotle on an average of twice a week oh wow that was that was my i was eating chipotle there were some days so
1: they're not okay
0: no i'm just saying some days and all you guys some days i had like i would eat chipotle then i would come, like i would come home and my mom would have gotten me chipotle that's how much ah, i was like i was okay. having chipotle twice in one so day so you was yamming yes. <laughs> I bad <beg. laughs> oh yeah <laughs>
1: So saying all that to say, yeah, I, we, we, we did it. We had our fun in college, right? I put a lot of stress on my body. I think that also contributed to the condition in which I was diagnosed. Um, you have to maintain, you don't have to, but, you know, basically what the medicine that they give you for ulcerative colitis does is just help you improve your quality of life. Um, so, yeah, I started taking that. But long story short, one of the the after I was doing research on um, ulcerative colitis, I started realizing that one of the things that helps not fix but um de-escalate a lot of the flare-ups that you'll have and also also took a lot because that's what happens right ultimately when your, your colon starts acting up it produces a lot of acid when that happens it can cause um blood in your stool it can cause frequent stomach aches i mean everything just starts going out of whack right from a gastro perspective so in order to maintain that you eat a healthier diet and you become more active basically the more active the more in shape the more of a productive fitness lifestyle that you have the less likely you are to have a flare-up from an to colitis standpoint, mm. all right? And I can tell you that, you know, being where I'm at now, that worked, okay? It still works. Um, currently, I'm actually two months off my medicines. So I haven't taken a oh, pill sweet. in 60 days, and I have not had a flare-up, haven't had a stomach ache, but guess what? I'm in a lot better shape I was right. In, you know, July 2018.
0: Yeah, so, you yeah. Know. ultimate disclaimer, if you have to exercise and eat properly and word is you get kind of rid of all the diseases
1: literally. So, I mean, we're we, not doctors though, but we're yeah. not, I mean, but that's just, I mean, I'm, I'm living it right. So sure. I'm living proof in the sense that, you know, if you, you take care of your body, you only get one body. I feel like mm. people fail to realize like you only get one of these. Like, so and people are just running it through the ground. Like you're going to get another one. Like I know you can get some replacements for stuff. You can get a replacement, you know, heart replacement, you know, you can probably, I think, you, what, they can replace eyes and ears now. You can restore your hearing. You know what I mean? It's some wild stuff out there. Science has come a long way. Yeah, they're making progress. But that being said, you only get one body. You only get one body, mm. right? So you got to make sure you take care of it. You want to live your life in accordance with, you know, something that's going to um, produce longevity, right? You, you want to be here for a long time, and you want to have a good quality of life while you're here. So in order to do that, I recommend living a fitness lifestyle so those were the two main contributions to why I started my fitness journey um, I say I think I said this before on the podcast but either you take care of your body on the front end by putting in the work in the gym and living the fitness lifestyle and producing a diet that'll you know again produce longevity or on the back end when you have to go to the hospital and pay those bills and take that medicine and I've, I've dabbled a little bit as you just heard I've dabbled a little bit on both sides and you don't want to be on the back end it's not fun. Uh, Flare ups aren't fun. Uh, there are days where literally I'm, I'm calling into work because my stomach hurts too bad to get out of bed. That's not where you want to be at. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm, I'm 28 years old, so that just goes to show you. You know what I mean? Aging got nothing to do with it. Take care of your body. No, okay. Yeah.
0: And the words of Patrice Washington. A lot of you are working to pay for prescriptions. You won't even be able to pronounce in your older age the ignorance to think you're going to be able to spend your wealth and you're not taking care of your health. I mean, they say health is wealth, but yeah. I mean,
1: um, I would even say, well, yeah, well, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. I was
0: going to say Steve Jobs died at 56 and he had a lot of money. Exactly. <laughs> and Steve Jobs, he could even take from his 401k or Roth IRA without a penalty because he wasn't 59 and a half yet. <laughs> and he, you know, to Steve
1: Jobs. <laughs> I'm saying all that to say, if you make a lot of money, you got to be alive to spend it. Right. Yeah. So you take care of your body, guys. Mm-hmm. But that's why I started my fitness journey. Just, you know, not to harp on the, the story too much, but those, those things, uh, play into why I take it so seriously and 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 prioritize working out now because it, again it's either that or go back get back on medicine and I'm right. not getting back on medicine mm-hmm. you know again I've, I've come a long way from that and it, the progress is, is is amazing I feel good my energy's up you know what I mean I, I I feel like most people will learn to love the process but also fall in love with the results as they continue to uh, hit their 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 fitness goals so you definitely want to keep pushing and start. If you haven't started guys, start somewhere. Okay? Yes. Yes. Please, please start. We have a well, Episode eight has a lot
0: of stuff about you not wanting to start. So yes. we're not going to listen to the one right before this. One. Right. <laughs> Hit
1: back on the podcast and right. you'll, you'll be there. All right. Hit it okay. twice.
0: I guess I'll just go real quick. My finished journey. Shoot. I was always working out on and off, but then Jordan started a business. <laughs> and, and I mean, to keep it, keep it, keep it a band. I used to, when I work, I still, oh, I don't work in DC now because the pandemic, but you know, right? When I was working in DC 2017 to 2019, my actual job, they had a gym there. So I was using the gym at my job. Then I got another job and I didn't have a gym. (laughs) So I stopped stopped working out. I was doing like home-based stuff. Obviously not what we're doing in Finally Fit. But, you know, just doing basic things. But then, like I said, Jordan and his wife started a business, giving them money. And then, you know, that's why I'm still doing it now. Well, like we said before, once you get in shape, stay in shape. Like, again... If you guys have, you know, teenagers and they're athletes, tell them to continue continue to work out. They don't have to obviously work out, you know, add in to keep the same, you know, conditioning as, you know, whatever sport they're playing. But, you know, keep exercising multiple times a week, you know, whatever they do. Because, look, you think, oh, man, I'm in my 20s. I'll get back in shape later. No, it takes way longer. We're not even 30 yet. It takes way longer, way, way longer. Recovery time is worse. Your, your bones... And ligaments start hurting more. It's
1: crazy. It really is. It's crazy. And so. what people don't account for is that third die that we always talk about. So we're always talking about, like, you know, you're rolling dice right now. <laughs> yeah, <two life. laughs> yeah, two dice that you control. The third one is the die of lice, right? And yep, you, the die of lice. Yep, the die of lice. That's what <laughs> the we're calling it. Die them. of life, guys. Yeah. All right. And you can't control what happens, right? So mm-hmm. you, you tell yourself you're going to get back in shape, but time, um, you know, life happens, right? You know, yeah. some, some of you guys don't get the opportunity to get back in shape. Not to mention it's 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 hard to get back. It it's it's a process. So that being said, take care of your bodies, stay in shape for as long as you can and and live your best life.
0: Yeah, and also when it comes to budgeting, budgeting your time, you got to budget the time to work out and when you're younger, you have, you know, you have more time on your hands so you can put that workout schedule, you know, already into it. Exactly. And also too, you know, you can work in the gym. I mean, I don't know. I, I think we're ba- everything's back open. I keep I don't know because I don't know every state. The, most part I think is. you can go to the gym now again. But, you know, when you're younger, hopefully, you should have less expenses. And, then, you know, you can work in, you know, a gym membership into your budget if you want to do that. I'm lying. You need to go to finallyfit.live I'm lying. and sign up for a membership. Please. I completely
1: lied about the gym thing. <laughs> don't get a gym membership. I don't even know why I said that. Finallyfit.live. <laughs> Workout. It's not a thing. <laughs> we just want you to be healthy but right. u- ultimately what it comes down to, to is you can work out literally anywhere like i, I feel I, I try not to tie fitness to a gym right like mm-hmm. i mean yes there's equipment and there's you know things that allow you to specify or hyper focus on specific muscle groups mm-hmm. as you're working out but you can literally do a body or body weight workout in your home living room and burn just as many calories as if you would have went to the gym and used everything in there you just right. gotta you know know what you're doing again shout out to the fit fam finally <laughs> took that live give us money anyways yes. um now you can't say that it sounds bad oh, does i it? have to say it yeah my bad i'm saying <laughs> it that last part <laughs> um but yeah i think that that so those are the main you go with your fitness journey no
0: i mean yeah like i said i'm working you know i mean again yeah, like i said my man started a business so it's called support and we appreciate it yeah 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 i mean look Again, sideline core i was always in shape then i then i stopped playing sports and then i I stopped working out because I didn't have reason to work out anymore. You don't realize when you're in high school that the gym is free, especially when you're playing sports. But, like, I'll, you know, I'll, I mean, I'll, I hope to, but I'll probably never work out again as much as I did in high school. I just won't have that much gym and weight room Dirt. access for free on demand. Well, it wasn't on demand. obviously in school hours, but, you know. Field work, all that type of stuff yeah. in high school. Yeah, I mean that that was, and also that time. I mean, now I cannot afford to work out for two, three, four, five hours a day. <laughs> right, and we'll, we'll say this for another
1: podcast podcast episode. But one thing that I did learn is when you're an athlete, right? Life doesn't teach you how to um, be maintain the fitness level that you need as an as a non athletic mm-hmm. adult. Does that right. make sense? Yeah. So like in your head, you're like, oh, I'm just gonna take what I what I did in high school and college and do that forever. Wrong no. answer. It's a completely different level of fitness. Um, you Your time constraints change. You know what I mean? Your energy levels change. You're doing a lot more outside of what you did in high school and what you did in college, right? Like in, in college, I had five hours to, you know, I could go to the gym for two and a half hours. Right. Well, you had and then, to. I mean, you, I mean, if <laughs> I want to play, you know what I mean. But <laughs> they put it was in your schedule exactly. I, I've seen
0: them. They put them in the schedules, you know.
1: But that, you know, five a.m. wake up, you had to be on the field. You run in sprints. You go to the weight room. You know what I mean? I diet, whatever. I had, I had the time for that if I wanted to, you know, play the sport. I don't, I don't have. I don't want to say I don't have the time now, but
0: now you don't have five hours. Exactly, you don't have
1: five hours to work out. My my obligations have changed, right? and there are some things that I can't afford to drop. So, you know, you, you you have to balance that with your, you know what I mean, your your new life obligations with your ability to stay in shape. Right. So. And finally Fit will get you in the shape in under an hour. Hey. There you go. And then I'm um, just
0: also like, you know, being in shape as an athlete, you'll hear that not a lot, but when you if you listen how long it takes like recover from an ACL as an athlete, versus you know unfortunately if you if you tear your you know acl just as a regular person significantly different uh recovery time when well now though the athletes come back in like six months I think Odell just came back in six months and he blew out his whole knee so the tech i mean the technology is crazy now obviously but yeah definitely different recovery times if you're an athlete or not recovery times but the shape you're going to be in versus you know what you're going to maintain you know for the rest of your life to stay healthy
1: yeah and then you also just made a comparison to Odell. I mean, Odell also has millions of dollars, and people who are oh, dedicated yeah, yeah, yeah. to I mean, this yes, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yes, talking yeah. about, I mean, if you
0: and I tear our easier, I that's, mean, that's what I'm saying. The recovery time is different. Yeah, on top yeah. of that, the money, that, that's <laughs> the, the resources one. are different. You that, know what I mean? They, that's what it comes down to. <laughs> that's the one reason I started playing, stopped playing uh, adult rec sports. I sprained my thumb and went to patient first. It was only $40 for the copay. I said, I'm never, I'm not, I can't afford to get hurt. <laughs> i said no nah nah, nah, nah. i was like this is stupid but i'm already as a you know adult wreck you got to pay to play right and then on top of that you don't realize as a child your parents pay for all your medical bills nope i'm good yeah i'm good i'm good i'm very good take care of your bodies yeah guy. so yeah all right so you get on that for your fitness journey good to go all right next question the OPT model. So can you obviously define you know, what OPT stands for and just go more in depth? Because you mentioned that on an early episode, just in general what it was, but let's get more
1: in depth into what the OPT model is. Gotcha. So the OPT model is the Optimum Performance Training Model. And I believe this is general knowledge across all certifying organizations. However, I'm not sure if they necessarily call it the OPT model. So okay. Okay. There, there may be a model and similar structure, and as we talk about it, I'll explain. But there may be a model and similar structure across, again, different certifying organizations, and maybe name something different, but ultimately they outline the same steps. So the OPT model is the um, optimum performance training model produced by NASM, which is the National Association of Sports Medicine. And basically, what it does is it highlights um, a client's ability to set their goal and accomplish it by pushing them through three different stages and five different phases so the stages are stabilization strength and power and then each stage has one or many phases that they have to go through in order to reach the next uh stage so stage one is stabilization in the first phase and stabilization well the only phase in stabilization is stabilization endurance right so what stabilization is is basically um your Stabilization muscles in your body. So there are I don't want to get too deep into it, but
0: there are four different types of this muscles. Is the, question, the, is the question is four.
1: <laughs> gotcha. So there are four different types or categories that muscles fall into. There are agonist, antagonist, synergist, and oh I'm missing one. Oh no, this is bad. Agonist, <laughs> antagonist, synergist. I know the fourth one. I, I don't know me. it at all. It'll <laughs> come back to me. But, okay, good. But anyways, the agonists are the muscles that are executing the prime motion. And again, so a, a muscle can fall into one category depending on a motion that it's executing, but then change to another category depending on another motion that it's executing, right? Okay. So a muscle can technically be in an, 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 an agonist um, category, um, but then move in a different direction and then become an antagonist. Does that make sense? So, it depends on the motion being executed. But there's agonist, antagonist, synergist, and still can't remember that fourth one, but it'll come to me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> But um, lost my strain of thought. But the, the synergist, the synergist yeah. category is the one that you're trying to work on because your synergist muscles uh, during the, muscle, the motion execution are your stabilization muscles, right? So, bringing it back to the OPT model, you want to work your synergist muscles and work on muscle endurance as well as joint flexibility during motions, right? So that's what the stabilization stage is for. So you're identifying those muscles by observing a client's uh, pattern of motion. Mm-hmm. And then you're either making corrections to it to make sure that they are in good form. And then you're working on the endurance for that form. Does okay. that make sense? Mm-hmm. So what usually what happens is a the client assessment occurs based off of that assessment. We uh, basically t- determine whether you are um, executing a motion properly or not. We make the corrections over time, and then we start giving you workouts to work on the endurance to be able to hold those stability exercises. Okay. Um, some of the stabilization endurance techniques include putting your body in a preo, hold on, preo perceptive rich environment. So okay. The, I got, go ahead, go <laughs> ahead, run it back. I got slow you. it down. Spell it out. <laughs> putting your body in a preo perceptive rich and pre, make sure I'm saying it. Pre, preo p r o p e r c e p t-i-b-e pre uh, jordan got a test in a couple of days this man's All locked right. in <laughs> <laughs> and what that means is it um basically putting your body in a environment in which it's unstable but controllable to work on your stabilization techniques so i know you've used, um, ne- not necessarily in finely fit, but in the gym, you've used a stability ball before, right? Like a yoga right. ball. Mm-hmm. That is a pre-perceptive um, enriched environment. So you might do okay. um, a bench press, right? When you get on a bench press, you usually normally you use a bench. You either use a barbell or you use two dumbbells, right? I might have you execute that motion to work on um, your prime mover muscles. Um, that's the second phase. But okay. in order to work on your stabilization endurance, I'll swap out the bench with a yoga ball. So now you have to stabilize your body by executing that same motion. Does okay, that, make that makes sense, yep. So now I'm putting you in an unstable, uncontrollable, unstable right. environment. Yeah. That's the key
0: word. It's got to be controllable. Right. right, so you, he went from the bench press, doing it on a bench and pressing up, to removing the bench itself and then doing that same thing. But instead of a bench, you have a yoga ball.
1: Exactly. Okay. So what that does is it forces you to do... Use your legs as well as your core to stabilize yourself, stabilize. as yep. well as execute that prime mover motion. To- yeah, it makes it a more full body, full body
0: exercise. Exactly. Right. You don't have the bench. We don't have the earth technically because the bench is on the ground, but it's supporting you. Exactly. Okay.
1: So you know another example is doing if you're doing a squat, right? So a traditional squat, both feet on the ground, got the barbell on your back. I'm talking about back squat. A traditional squat, you got the barbell on your back. You go, you know you go down, you uh you know stabilize at the bottom, and you come back up, right? Um the stabilization endurance technique for that would be a single leg pistol squat. So not necessarily, you might not have any weight on your back, just literally just body weight. You're going to have one leg up. You're going to slowly drop down, control that leg. And what that does is you have to balance your body weight while still executing the same form, proper form for a squat and then come back up. Right. So again, unstable environment, but working on those synergist muscles while executing. Um, said so all that to say that's the first phase in first stage first right? phase first <laughs> stage okay we just got started gotcha so I'm, i'll try to roll through these next ones Yeah, you little good hey, take your time so the the second stage is strength strength has three phases so the first phase is strength endurance the second or yeah the second phase within the strength level is um the well, third phase overall is hypertrophy right and hypertrophy is basically a muscular build so um, I don't want to skip before uh, I explain the other two. And then the the last one is maximum strength. So strength is the level, three phases in strength, strength, endurance, hypertrophy, maximum strength. Cool. Right. Got it. Okay. <laughs> so the first phase in strength,
0: y'all is, can rewind it back. You can,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can always Google this. All right. Yeah. The OPM model is on Google. All right. OPT model. I'm sorry. Yeah. is on Google. Um, So strength endurance is basically, capitalizing on stabilization endurance while also engaging your prime mover muscles so again what I was just telling you about by improving your your bench press you're going to start off by working on that stabilization endurance but then you're going to um, improve on your actual bench press on the bench by working on your strength endurance and by the way I didn't mention this before but for each phase there are a intended number of sets reps intensity um, tempo as well as rest for each phase. Right. Okay. So you have to, again, execute that per phase to make sure that you, you know, you're meeting it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, again, I'm not going to be the dead hurt horse. Right. That's a, yeah. Look, this, <laughs> There's a lot. Yes, I do have a, a test lie. going up guys. So <laughs> like, yeah, you know, Jordan's I'm, entire brain look, is just knee deep in this. Literally. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm running through it right now, but, um, so yeah, for your strength endurance, you want to make sure that you're activating those prime mover muscles while also working on your stabilization endurance. Um, I think I'm going to try to run through it real quick. Your strength and endurance has eight to 12 reps. It's at a 70 to 80% intensity. It's a two zero two tempo as well as 60 second rest interval. So I know this had a lot of information, but what that means is you want to make sure you put these reps in the necessary. Oh, the sets are um two to four. You want to do two to four sets of, eight to 12 reps of whatever exercise you're doing at a 70 to 80% intensity with six 60 seconds of rest in between. So yeah, so that eight, 70, 80% intensity. That's of your
0: max. Is that what that means? Yes. Yeah. Right. I mean, so yeah. say your max is a hundred pounds that you can bench press 70% intensity would be 70 pounds. You'd be benching Correct. for eight reps. And that's one set.
1: Correct. That you would then take 60 seconds and then go yeah, the next- I took
0: weight training, Four times in high school. So this is what we had doing our paper, right?
1: <laughs> and clearly, yes. So
0: record all this, right? If you want to get into yeah, because make admission, sure I'm like, I hope that's weight Because if it, if it's not weight I don't know what that 70 percent. I like, God, how do you know if you giving? <laughs> how do you know if you giving 70 percent effort? Right. Yes, that 78 percent is based off of your max. Exactly.
1: And then strength endurance also incorporates uh, supersets. So which you'll actually do one exercise from the stabilization endurance and then do one exercise from what would be considered strength endurance exercises. Okay. so you I didn't go through the sets, reps, uh, intensity and tempo and rest interval for stabilization endurance. But you would do one from that category as well as one from strength endurance throughout your workout. Okay. so that's um, phase two. Um, phase three is hypertrophy. Hypertrophy is a, basically a, focuses on the um, bodybuilding type of build. So muscle growth, right? You literally just work on making your muscles bigger. Um, that consists of, let me see if I can get this right, sets and reps. Three to five sets with six to 12 mm. reps at a, 75 to 85
0: percent intensity yeah. this is all coming back from weight training high school i don't i don't know this is the thing but yeah. i'm this, the, pa- this, the papers the papers are showing back up in my head right
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you want to make sure you add it again at a 202 two tempo pace and i believe this one is also 60 seconds of rest in between so you want to make sure that you are getting those reps in but the main focus of hypertrophy again is muscle growth right so you're doing this in order to make your muscles big um i also forget forgot to mention that steps that are mandatory versus steps that are optional. So, um, stabilization endurance. So stabilization and stabilization endurance phase one and stage one are mandatory stage two and phase two. So strength and strength endurance are mandatory. Now, when you get to phase two of strength, you get the option of picking the hypertrophy path or picking the maximum strength path. Mm. So you can basically be a bodybuilder or you can do maximum strength, which means you are now working on your rate of force production, uh, which is how fast you can move a certain amount of weight. Um, basically, how how much strength you can exert over a small period of time. Yeah, Explosiveness, full- exactly. Um, but I know I've had people ask, like, can you do both? So technically, a bodybuilder can have a high rate of force production, but not everybody wants to be a bodybuilder. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yes. So you can exert maximum strength without having necessarily you know large muscles. But people who have large muscles usually exert you know a high rate of force production so somebody who's specializing in hypertrophy will more than likely have a high maximum strength as well as power um somebody who focuses on maximum strength doesn't necessarily have to have uh, enlarged muscles but can still be strong as well as have power so that's the fork in the world if you pick the left one you usually automatically hit the right one as well if you pick the right one you usually just go forward with that path not necessarily focusing on muscle growth but still being strong um the maximum strength phase, I'm not running through the steps and reps for that, but <laughs> you want to work on, again, rate of force production. You want to make those muscles um, as strong as possible. And again, these are, they're like Lego blocks. So you have to do the phase right, yes. before in order to proceed to the next phase. You don't just come in and be like, all right, I want to be strong. Well, let's start at, you know, phase. Four, you know what I mean, of, of strength, so we can get you to maximum strength. Nah. If you don't have stabilization endurance, you don't have strength endurance, you're you're not gonna make it to maximum strength. Right. So you have to do the steps before. Yes, build the foundation. Please. Logic. Logic. You don't, you don't just start with the top of the house. You don't Logic. Just put a roof on a house. You gotta have you gotta have the ground floor. All right? Logic. It's like no stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then last but not least is the power stage. So that's the final stage as well as the final phase. Um, this one, they didn't get as creative because the stage is called power in the final phase. is also yes, It's power. the last one. So they said, screw it. Exactly. Getting, you know. Get strong. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, and this one also consists of supersets. So you would have a um, a rep of a strength endurance exercise, as well as a rep or a, a set of an exercise from the power group. So, again, superset, two exercises, one from strength, endurance, one from power. I think it's one to five reps because, again, now we're we're at our highest intensity. Right. So, you know, your reps significantly de- decrease. So one to five reps for I believe it's two to five sets. Um And I don't remember the, the tempo as well as I think the rest interval in between exercises for the superset is to one to two minutes. And then it's three to five minutes in between each round. So remember, okay. you'll have multiple supersets per round and then once you finish your round you take your three to five minute rest and then you go into the next round but yeah that is the opt, that's model. The OPT model yeah i don't have any follow-up because that's the first time i heard any of that information <laughs> So,
0: <laughs> well, as you can
1: see I've, I've been i've been diving a little deep trying, to, trying right. to make sure that i got it under
0: control so i guess i do have a follow-up how like how does that how do you like in layman's terms how does that incorporate into you exercising that's just like how you progress through your fitness journey? That's
1: how you should progress okay. through your fitness journey. So a lot of people just kind of jump into it and they just say, hey, I'm, you know, I either want to lose weight or I want to gain muscle or both. And then they just start working out. Technically, you should work on it. So most people who are working out for the first time um, have not used their muscles in, a, in an extreme amount of time, you know, having used... All their muscles in a long period of time. Right. So working on your stabilization and stabilization endurance is key because you need that to use to to move on to the next level of the um, the OPT model. Right. So you you really should be working on flexibility, joint stabilization uh, and the endurance to hold those um, those exercises or motions before you start just jumping into, you know, jumping on the bench. Right. So if you, if you can't, again, I tell you guys this in the Fit fam all the time, if you can't execute a full range of motion when doing an exercise, you're really only getting maybe half or a fourth of a rep, right? right. So now you have to do four times of work to get the same amount of effort that you would have gotten if you would have completed the full range of motion while executing right. the exercise. Right, and that's where that first phase and stage for the stability and flexibility comes into play. Exactly. So you can actually, right. That's a key building block. I feel like a lot of people skip that and they just jump right on the bench. And a lot of times, you end up hurting yourself. To be completely honest, you ha- you you need that flexibility. You, you need that, that joint stability. Yeah. I mean, look, soundboard. Insert here. I don't, I don't know. I don't know which one for that. Hey. I guess you shouldn't have been talking. Yeah, that's you all know, I can think of. We'll work it out.
0: This is not your part of the show for people who don't for people who don't stretch. This is not your part of the show.
1: Exactly. So yeah, it, you you basically you want to apply it to your your workout structure and when you're starting your fitness journey because it'll help you progress uh, quickly more efficiently and usually in a safer manner Mm. if you just jump again jump into step three jump into step four i mean it's possible but you you probably won't get the the best return on investment that you would have gotten if you would have followed the steps in order yep that compound interest okay yeah because you can work out you can get in shape quote-unquote using the wrong form you can Yes. Yeah, there's, there's actually a thing called muscle imbalances where people execute exercises all the time and they don't do it to form how they're supposed yeah. to. But, you, I mean, you'll still get strong. You might work out the wrong group of muscles when doing it, but, you know. Yeah. And
0: then you get, you know, 40, 50, and you're like, oh, you've been squatting wrong for how long? Exactly. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Talk about scoliosis. So, you know, <laughs> let me stop. I, no disrespect to people who actually have that. Yes. So my disclaimer that, as you can see, I really don't care how y'all feel about it. All right. So you good with the OPT model? <laughs> I'm good with the OPT model. I
1: know that was a lot, guys. Rewind yeah, that back. Listen that, to look, it. Well,
0: that's probably the most, the mo- I mean... That's the, talking about
1: the investing
0: in generational wealth. That was that for fitness. Because I'm talking about, <laughs> talking about you should have wrote that down. Look, because I was like, goodness gracious. Look, I
1: hope somebody goes and Googles that after this episode. All right? <laughs> yes. It's o- good stuff.
0: OPT model. All right. You good on that? I believe so. All right. Third and final question. By the way, the finance question. I don't know how long we're going to go, but if this joint's over two and a half hours, I don't know what y'all want us to say. Look, Cause we're going gonna to go, go pause it, it. It's right? going to be
1: deep on that. Finance is going to be lit. All
0: right. So for the last fitness question. See, I should have put this one second. So much for us working on the questions and ordering them properly. <laughs> so you are talking about your fitness journey, right? And, uh, you know, you get on a better diet. On uh, some earlier episodes, you were talking about some tricks you can use to help reduce how many carbs you're, your carbs you're eating when you're going out to eat. Right. So can you go just more in depth on ways to manage your your food intake or your calorie intake when you're going out to eat?
1: Okay, there are several caloric management techniques you specifically want just for going out to eat. No, you can go more in depth. Okay, so some caloric management techniques. So one of my personal favorites is intermittent fasting. I don't know if I talked about this Uh, before, but intermittent fasting basically specifies you consume calories at a specific specified period throughout the day. So the day is broken down into a 24 hour period of that period. You may fast anywhere, usually from 12 to I mean, I've seen people do multiple day fast. I don't recommend that. Like Jesus. Yeah. I mean, listen, I had a friend who fasted for almost 72 hours. I was like, man, that's a lot. I mean, I, I again, I don't recommend that. But, I mean, if you can pull it off and and still function properly, I mean, go for it. But from a health standpoint, you want to do something. We're creating sustainable, healthy lifestyle habits, right? Intermittent fasting is not something you want to do and then go back to your previous lifestyle because then the benefit is, is null and void, right? right? You want to be able to implement it on a daily basis. Um, When I was intermittent fasting at the beginning of my fitness journey to create that caloric deficit, I was fasting. I started at 12 hours a day and then I slowly worked myself up to 16 hours a day with an eight hour active eating period. So what that does is it gives you the it forces your body to only be able to take in calories from again from a specified time. So I would stop eating at 8 p.m., start eating again at lunchtime and then anything from lunch to 8 p.m. that night. I was good to go. Good to go is whatever you quote unquote want to eat. Yes. No, not necessarily. Not even that. Whatever. So, again, depends on how fast you would like to hit your goal. Right. Mm-hmm. So, again, you, you want to create sustainable, healthy lifestyle. And this was in my fitness journey before I was. OK, so at the, the point, beginning. Yeah, I was at the point where now I know what a sustainable uh, weight loss is. Right. So, again, it should be a pound and a half to two pounds a week, which is a pound is thirty five hundred calories. Um, so that's what 7000 calories total on a seven day basis. You can make that happen between diet as well as working out. So you're either going to burn more calories or eat less calories or a combination of both. Um, because I was trying to hit my goal, I was doing both. So I was trying to burn more calories as well as eat less calories at the same time. Now, the problem where that goes wrong, again, it's not sustainable. Right. That's like trying to. Go longer distances in your car with half the gas that you were using to get there. Does that make sense? So I mean, good luck with that. Like you know what I mean. Like eventually your your car what's what's going to happen? Twice the miles with half the gas. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it runs. It's going to be on the side of the road, oh, right? It's going to blow something. Yeah. Your you know car. Your know? car's going to tell you you can't even go that far. Exactly. <laughs> Literally, like going to pop on, you know, halfway there. Yeah. So, again, knowing what I know now, you want to do your best to manage your, your intermittent fasting period. So it actually balances out, right? So 16 hours on, I highly recommend 16 hours, I'm sorry, on your fast period, eight hours off. When I say off, I mean, eight hours available to eat. Um, when you do eat, the key to really making intermittent fasting working is to not gorge yourself on your off period, right? So you don't want to Fast for sixteen hours a day, then get in your off period where you're actually able to eat, and then eat two thousand calories uh, for your day. If, if your if your day is based off a two thousand calorie um, diet and you consume it all in one meal, you've defeated the purpose of fasting. Fasting for the day, you see what I'm saying. Right. So you want to make sure that you lock in, but at the same time, you know, you come off that of you're fast. You know, you still have a salad, or you know, even if you don't want necessarily want a salad, you can have a chicken sandwich with the fries. But again, account for the calories. And just make sure that, you know, you either burn, burn more when you, you know, implement your workout. Because, again, we're just talking about the fasting portion. We haven't included the calories that you burn when you actually do the workout. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? So if I'm creating a caloric deficit in my diet and then on top of that I'm running or I'm doing some type of hit or just implementing some type of workout or exercise on a daily basis, that's also adding to the amount of calories burned for the day, then you're good. Right. You know what I'm saying? It will actually cause you to, to burn calories faster than if you were just doing the intermittent fasting. So that being said, sustainable lifestyle habit, use intermittent fasting, but you want to make sure that you're using it responsibly. Um, don't deplete your body of what it needs so you can't function, okay? Macros, protein, fats, carbs, you need all of those um, to make sure that you're good to go. Um, another caloric management technique specifically for eating out, read the read, <laughs> read, 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 y'all, read the menu. As Corey said, he couldn't read earlier. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of these restaurant menus are now, I think, required to put the caloric facts as well as the ingredients on the menu. So you, you can, I don't know if all restaurants put the ingredients, but I know a lot of them have started, you know what I mean, putting putting the ingredients on the menu. Um, if not, you can definitely, when the waiter comes up, you can request the ingredients and they actually have to go give it to you. You know, they have to go ask somebody in the back if they don't know and they have to give it to you. Um, sue know, them. Don't, <laughs> don't sue them. They, you know, they didn't know. Yeah. It's not their fault. they're they're just a waiter a waitress (laughs) but that being said i know people are like oh i don't want to cause a hard time look this is your body again you only get one don't ask if you don't want to i'm gonna ask okay i'll be that person either that or listed on your menu so i don't have to ask i mean i'll be that guy um but that being said read the calorie and the caloric intake read uh, the macro breakdown uh on the food if all that is listed um but find something that fits within your range so again you can actually combine reading with <laughs> with intermittent fasting to produce the best outcome when you go out to restaurants to eat right so if I fast for a 16 hour period then we for lunch Corey's like hey Jordan let's go to Olive Garden so we can you know get some get some food all right cool I'm going to Olive Garden now Olive Garden isn't uh, again is an Italian restaurant so you're probably going to eat some type of pasta that's what they serve on the menu however they do have sections on the menu that have healthier options most restaurants nowadays, have a specific part of the menu they they usually call it like a health menu, health section or like a light like a light caloric value type of option either that or they will it'll the the regular menu will have some type of special emblem next to it that indicates that this is light and caloric value you see what i'm saying um so that usually indicates that it's some type of fish or like grilled fish or grilled chicken or something that just doesn't have um too much fat or a high amount of carbs in it and it's not that you don't want any of those things you, you just want them in a reduced um, portion size um, so that being said combine your combine the reading aspect with intermittent fasting and that'll allow you to select something that's on the menu that you can have that'll fit into your allotted diet um, not last clerk management technique but one that I personally enjoy implementing is when you get your serving size from the restaurant Get it to go to to go container immediately as soon as your your plate hits the, the table and just put half of it in the to go container and take it with you, right? I've already taken whatever clerically you've given me as soon as I, you know, as soon as it hits the table, put half of it away for later or another day, or even if you don't want it at all, you can feel free to give it to somebody else because you haven't touched your plate yet, right? So you just mm. Got a whole meal that you could then either bless somebody outside who, you know, may not be able to afford food with or, you know, give it away to a family member who hasn't eaten today. Right. But you're taking your caloric value caloric estimate for the meal and literally cut it in half off the jump. Right. So if you had let's say you got a pasta and it's twelve hundred calories, if you put half of it into go box, guess what? Six hundred calorie pasta. And then what that does for your mental is it actually allows you to enjoy what's left on your plate and put your mind at ease, right? What you don't want to do is be trying to calculate calories while eating. You still want to be able to enjoy life, have a good time, but just be more mindful of the decisions that you're making. So that's one of my personal favorites because what it allows you to do is you put your mind at rest for the duration of the meal. I know I had 600 calories worth of pasta because, you know, or estimated 600 calories worth of pasta if it came at 12 because I already gave half of it away. You know what I mean? So just be mindful of the entree. Um, sides bread bread is a big one right every when you go to a restaurant most restaurants give you what free bread free carbs be mindful of how many pieces of bread that you have with your meal it doesn't matter if you get the caesar salad if you have 10 breadsticks with it and a breadstick is you know 150 calories per serving size and you just had 10 of them you should have just got the steak with the potatoes and you know what i mean like <laughs> should have just got the loaded entree yeah. that you wanted you go hard I mean? or go home exactly but just be mindful of your your um, your caloric intake all the way around. If you kind of start ingraining these into your brain one um, one meal at a time, you'll kind of quickly realize that it's not hard to do. Um, another thing, just be mindful of desserts. Um, I feel like a lot of desserts and appetizers in general. I feel like a lot of people feel like to have a complete meal. As I just told you, when we were eating cheesecake constantly, we had appetizers and desserts. And <laughs> again, if you plan for that, that's OK. Not recommending all the time, but you can have that. Right. But if I'm again, I'm on my fitness journey and I'm mindful of my caloric um, intake, maybe you want to have um, an appetizer in an entree. Maybe you want to have an entree in a dessert, depending on the impact that you want to have on your caloric deficit. Maybe you want to have just an entree. So these are things, again, to keep in mind um, when you're when you're ordering. Right. I, if I'm if I'm really being mindful about how, you know, my, my journey is going, I probably just have the entree. And leave the appetizer there, and what that does is it makes you also more wealth conscious because I'm saving you money because you did not order an appetizer and you didn't order a dessert. Discipline, so like, exactly. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, I just saved you ten dollars and at least twelve hundred calories right there. Yeah, let's be very, very clear. You you're not going out to
0: eat if you need to get out of debt. Exactly. Well, uh, let me. No, you know, we almost there, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll say that for the next budget episode. I go, man. I remember to go out, go over eating out. you not supposed to be not. You're grown. However, eating out is the first thing that usually puts a whole bunch of money back into your budget. Yeah. So you wouldn't, this would be so you can invest and have a, well, this is your lifestyle actually. So this would be okay to do here, but yeah, you got a whole bunch of debt and you're struggling paycheck. If you're again, your grocery bill is first, right? So if you're, this is, it's hard for me to say, that's why I get frustrated because it's so simple. If you're, <laughs> if you, for whatever reason are struggling to put food on the table in your home. Why are you going out to eat? Just spend that eating out money on more food
1: at your house. And then get what you want. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll balance it out. Let me balance this energy because it's about to get turned. It is. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come going to this last caloric management good, technique. Good, and you you then good. we're going to slide into the finance section. Y'all, we got a lot to talk about for so finance. I was about to say, we're already an, an hour so in. And I'm like, this
0: joint anyway. might be three hours. I, I don't know what it's going to be. Y'all know before us, technically, but oh my goodness. I'm so so, like,
1: Oof. Last tip. When eating out, a lot of you guys, and I say a lot of, a lot of people drink their calories okay as an alcohol drink alcohol drink not not even just soda too just in general yeah i don't drink soda anymore actually so the only drink that is zero calories (laughs) is water (laughs) okay let me be very let me say that one more time the only drink that is zero calories zero in caloric value is water okay so if you're getting lemonade straw where there's any type of variation if you're getting soda if you're getting and then especially if you're getting alcohol okay you can just go ahead and times two for the soda, for the alcohol. Yeah. You know what I mean? Call, you, hey, beer belly for a reason. Listen, okay? <laughs> if you are drinking your calories, stop that immediately, okay? Either just cut it out altogether or plan for it, right? If Some days, if I do want to, let's say I'm going to a happy hour, right? Mm. Um, so, you know, you live with the happy hour because there's half-price drinks, usually, you know, or some type of half-price app or some kind of combination of that, right? You go with the intent to drink. That's fine. All I might do is drink, if that makes you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. I might go there, to compensate exactly, right? Balance out my calories if I know I'm getting a Long Island. A Long Island is anywhere, depending on who makes it and what size it is. It can be anywhere from three to six hundred calories per Long Island. It's got a lot of alcohol in it. Right, You're yeah, to be knocking them drinks back, exactly. <laughs> a lot of additives in it, but if that's you know if I'm if that's my intent, I'm going just to drink. You know what I mean? Or you can balance it out. I might have a drink and then get my appetizer right you know what i mean so instead of having three long islands now i'm having one long island as and then some boneless wings or something like that but again just be mindful of the overall caloric um intake and if you're drinking your calories cut that down all right those are some caloric management techniques brought to you by cnfe
0: all right. Any, anything else for how to manage your carbs
1: and your calories when you're eating? I'm going to stop there because I'll probably start thinking of a whole another, a whole bunch of stuff and then we'll talk for another 20 minutes. That's good right there. Uh, okay. I'll, if y'all I'll, got I'll, any more questions about caloric management, you know, ask us and we'll talk about it again. Okay. But That's I'll, good for this episode. I'll, say I'll keep that then and then so we we can go back
0: on another episode. Gotcha. All right. Let me drink my water. Because, yeah. This is about to... Woo!
1: <laughs> that's, the ver- that's the CNFE equivalent of Sips Tea because... uh these uh finance uh, questions all right ben
0: are you ready look uh, again y'all we don't know how long this is going to go again i mean obviously we know before y'all because we're here but again if you've listened for an hour we are sorry if this if this goes longer than an hour but these are the questions we got and these questions are intense again disclaimer we did not make up these questions these are via our listeners fans on the internet So, so do not come at us however if you know, two, three years from now, y'all come back and try to cancel this episode. I don't care. We, I don't either. We don't care. Just, yeah. You guys can't cancel the stop market. That's what the money <laughs> gonna be anyway. So <laughs> I mean, look, <laughs> I'm going to just put the period on
1: the explanation. But hey, we said what we said when hey, we said hey, it.
0: Hey, look, okay. y'all find a way to take down the United States. Well, actually, people be trying to do that. But you know what I mean? Y'all try to find a way to crash the economy. Then come talk to me. But for now, I ain't worried about it. To the moon. <laughs> Anyways. All right. You good? Man, you look. ready? we normally say we don't prep for questions let's well, be very clear
1: we had to prep had these. to prep this time
0: all right there's a second question do you want to try to play the tiktok on here nah you nah. don't want to try to do it
1: i don't think it. don't think. Oh it'll yeah, it'll, you don't but, have a tiktok do you
0: Nah, i don't uh, okay all right that's all good so i'll try to remember it. What, it, what what she said it's all good um it's the first okay. question yeah
1: okay so the first question all right so again for our our we appreciate you guys dropping questions <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> we have to remove the expletives, all right? We, we don't you know, have to. We don't? I mean, we we don't have look, to, but we are choosing to for <laughs> okay. the long game to look, show that we're Y'all we saw can... my expression when you said we don't have to, but right? uh, I mean, no. you look, because I, you know, I'll say some stuff. Anyways, nah, we don't we try to be to, appropriate. Yeah, yeah. we want it For all ages and uh, listeners.
0: Yeah, put it not for children, but it's, you know, I have it set. tracking It's just the so world good.
1: Exactly. So, specifically someone asked a question that says how to spot a broke person but they used another word for person they use n-word okay they use the n-word this is a black um, person let me be clear because yeah. you know it's 2021 let
0: me exactly not... oh my god who said that
1: um Jeez. but i think it was in then the... jordan said lol <laughs> i did i put lol <laughs> All right, so here's, the the ad, here's jordan's version of this question so it's how to spot a broke dude then jordan's version of this is how do you identify if someone you are dating slash talking to uh, does not have the same finance mindset as you? Y'all like that cleanup? That was smooth, wasn't it? Anyways, um, so yeah, Corey, how do, how do you, you want me to repeat it one more time? Nah, you know, I can read it. I'm just,
0: again, I, I didn't prefer this question. I, gotcha. just, I just got here. <laughs> Whoo, child. All right, by the way, all these questions, it just so happens, shout out to the Synergy, these questions sort of all go together. So they're going to stack. We did. We didn't prepare the fitness ones, but we prepared the finance ones to sort of progress through each other. Oh, Lord. Okay. let me say this. How do you spot a broke dude? I wish Jordan got this question. I didn't. So (laughs) I didn't get to follow up with it. But as I've said before, we don't have any stats now, but I am going to we are going to start asking people when they come on here, our guests, what is the definition of a broke dude? Ladies, I need an exact dollar amount. I need a yearly pre-tax number or how much money they need to make post-tax. You can't just say he needed, you know, you got to make as much as I make. I need an exact dollar amount, but how, <laughs> oh, this is, oh my goodness. This is, remember I kept telling you about the do- the dollar amount where I said I was going to piss off married dudes? Yeah. I, this, is, this, this is, this is that great. question. Okay. Oh my goodness. All right. So I'll drop it now. Okay. This is, by the way, this doesn't mean you're a broke dude, but I'll give that, remember, I, I never, right. I never said it. So I'll insert this here now. Now let me say this. People need to, this is going to transition to the second question. Y'all need to start defining, this isn't how you spot a broke dude. Either you're out here trying to marry somebody or you're not, Mm. okay? And in short, if you're not here trying to marry somebody, who cares? Y'all just do what y'all do and y'all just act crazy if you want to. But for women who are looking to get, Jordan's like, oh my God. (laughs) For women who are looking to get married, how do you spot a broke dude? One, it depends on how early you're meeting the man. Obviously, if it's high school, college, sweetheart, you all got no money anyway. Mm. And you have to make the decision of whether or not you're going to, quote unquote, grind through the early years as you guys are both working to increase your income. However, back to my statistic that I made it myself, it's not statistic it's a range. OK, for me, I mean, your brain finishes developing completely at roughly 25 years old. That's your frontal lobe. So I believe that is. So your brain doesn't really finish developing until you're 25. So ladies, if you're with a guy who's between the ages of 18 and 24, you're out here taking a risk. You better hope you better hope you picked a good one. Okay. He's still trying to figure it out. Right. right. But once you're at 25, and for me, the range is 25 to 30. I know people stop, hate using number 30, but 30 is the number for me as well. Because if you're over 30 years old, I don't know how much more time you want because you are approaching middle age. So, I mean, do, do you get to mess up all your 30s too? Because then you'll be 40. I mean- and right. then you're halfway there. Right. So, yeah. Right. So, this isn't exactly how you spot a a broke dude. I mean, the easy way to stop, spot a broke dude is, um. well, now see social media, people be scamming so much. That's the issue. What do we mean by broke? Do you mean he got short money or long money? Because nowadays, a lot of women is dating scammers, so they got money, but they got short-term money. Like, they got illegal money. So, he's okay. not broke, but, he, I mean, he is technically broke because that, you know.
1: So, can we cover... The short-term money people and then the no the no money yeah people. the short-term money people and i mean because i'm assuming if you got long-term money you, you're not you're not broke right
0: he's yeah. investing he has a consistent nine to five he has you know uh benefits right. you know medical dental vision um he could still be living at home so i can c- cover myself hey. <laughs> <laughs> but he he could be working to get out of debt that's what's talking about if you're looking for marriage he it's not that he might not be broke or frugal or cheap it's wealth conscious at the end of the day. As then, this is for Dan. These all these questions—the same question: <laughs> Where is this infamous table at? Right? What are you bringing to the table? But at the end of the day, if he is working on his financial journey, which we promote on here, I have yes. no issue. You can have all the debt in the world. But you're saying, "Boom, Corey what I'm trying to change. Boom, you're not a broke dude no more to us. I mean, financially, quote unquote, your situation would be. But you changed the mindset and broke." Wait, which one is the? No. Yeah. Poor is actually the mindset. But in this case, how you look for a poor person and as far as a mindset, not a broke, you actually want to make sure you're not getting someone who has a broke or poor mindset. Right. And that would look like someone who isn't about consistently having an income, right? Not even just a steady job, but realizing that you have to make money right every month to live. They're not budgeting. They haven't defined how they want to handle debt and handle it that way. So they can obtain getting out of debt, but they can't maintain it. So they keep going in and out of credit card debt or they want to stay out of, you know, they don't realize how bad car loans are.
1: Yeah. We got to circle yeah. back around to that real quick. They okay. can obtain, but they can't maintain. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. I I like I'm the working
0: I'm working on memorizing my phrase. Memorizing, Remembering. <laughs> and remi- I'm working on memorizing <laughs> my phrases. It's
1: cool. Hey, but... it's, it's <laughs> the same, same word. Same meaning. I'm
0: working on memorizing my. That's why I talk so fast. I need to slow down. But I'm working on memorizing my phrases. Gosh, so. You yeah, people, most people can. Yeah, you can get people can lose weight, right? But can you maintain the weight loss? People can get out of debt, right? They can obtain it, but can you maintain it? So that's something we're gonna look for too. Then on top of that, as you know, women say now, but what is he doing? You know, planning long term for his future, mm-hmm. right? And that's why I said if you're getting you know eighteen to twenty four, eh, right? I mean, tell you to be true, we just out here. We are. He's out here. I mean, I ain't out here no more, but I was. I'll be be 28 in September. So, you know, know, under 25, it's like, what? So those are things you want to look for. And then, like I said, depending on... They need to be on some financial... This is men and women, but you need to be on some financial uh, journey or have some type of financial plan. And there are many different financial plans out there. For those of you, I know a whole bunch of them, but I have my recommendations, by the way. My recommendations are... Are the summaries of all of them my
1: recommendation <laughs> is sideline adventures Give hey welcome money. To sideline adventures okay, nah, please, yeah people okay. yeah
0: people i got hey i got counters for all your punches people you know i didn't i didn't study the debt plans too by the way <laughs> so, <laughs> but no they you know you have some financial plan going forward um i, I mean again he does if his tires are flat but he has all the jordans you know i mean those are those are you know things yeah. like that priorities if, out of whack yeah if she you know is well i guess you know now going to brunches always on vacation but she got a whole bunch of student loan debt and her credit card is never paid or she always asking you for money that's the mm, look talking about never mind let me stop let me stop let me yeah, stop so
1: correct me if i'm wrong so if this <laughs> if this person is basically consistently living a financially unstable lifestyle And comfortable with with
0: that. And that's not what you want to live. That's I mean, that's I mean, that's easy to spot. And by the way, again, it's talking about uh, decreasing the tabooness around uh, finances. If you want to know how to spot a broke person, listen to us more and I'll improve your financial literacy and you can see it. That's the thing. Again, i am gonna be very, very clear. I can see I can see it via your social media page. If your page is public, I can see how how well you're doing financially. I got a good 90, probably 95 percent rate of being guessing right, because people who. Again, I'm talking about mindset here, not actual bank account numbers. People who have a certain mindset move a certain way, right? So I made the um I made the comment uh I I think did I make the post today? I can't remember when I made the post, but I said um Oh, it was a couple of days ago. A lot of y'all are still, you know, you've been partying since your freshman year in high school. You know, you've been partying for 10 plus years and you still partying with the same, you know, same people, same vacation spot, same friends. And it's like, you need to make a change. And it's not obviously that you can't go out. Although to be honest, Jordan, and I mean, I, I said, I meant to say this. We used to be up late night playing the video game. Shout out to division. We was in a danger zone deep all the, <laughs> all the time, all the time, all the time. Yeah. But that was when we were, you know, right out of college. So that's, i mean in all honesty it's almost 10 it's almost 10 years ago i mean that was yeah you know, i mean we can put some time in yeah six seven years ago now and so we have now we still do stay up late but it's to produce content for the podcast jordan obviously has his trainer test coming up me doing trying to learn everything about finances because y'all just we had decided to add crypto and calls and puts and see what people <laughs> want to know when it comes to finances so i mean it's just you know so much stuff out there so we you know we've shifted our mindset this doesn't mean that you can't you know, buy the PS5, which you can't see in the screen, but you saw it on one episode. It was in the back or you can't take vacations and things, but you just have to start prioritizing. And I'm going to leave it there because I get the Generation Wealth and Legacy. I'm going to go right back into that. But yeah, that's how you spot a, a broke person from a mindset standpoint now let's go to the dollar amount so to actually because this is what this question oh, is about man. they want to know the dollar amount now this does not mean it's a broke dude this is actually for men this this is not men height what you should do for women this is what you do for yourself okay okay so in short like i said 18 and 20 24 uh y'all doing what you're doing second you turn 25 men you got to start getting on it so from 25 to 30 i recommend just based off the general numbers not even like running a budget for real for real I'll do that later on where I spend $300,000 income and it's still not enough money. Mm. But, man, this is what you need to be working to as a floor. And Jordan's like, what? I <laughs> know I told him, I still didn't do the exam for him yet. He was like, what? Yeah, I'm going to spend $15,000 a month and we still going to be skimp. But so <laughs> this ranges Ooh. from 25 to 30. And then once you know you're 30, it's you know, 30 and beyond. Right. So at 25 years old, man, you need to be doing everything you can. Jordan's like, what is he about to say? You need to make sure you're making at least... 75 percent of the median household income of the state that you live in. I'm going to say that again. If you're 25 years old, man, you need to be making at least 75 percent of the median household income of the state you live in. And that's equal. Excuse me. Easy. Google search. Just Google, you know, median household income of Maryland, you know, insert state here. That'll pop
1: right up. So I'm going to ask you, Corey, what is the what is I'm, semi- I'm about to, I, got, okay. I got? I got
0: right. I got I say. I, pre- pre- I didn't Prep for this. By prep for this example,
1: yeah. Okay. So that the, the,
0: the median, the numbers keep changing. I mean, with you know the pandemic, twenty twenty, those numbers haven't came out yet. So there's a lot of people doing twenty nineteen numbers, but it's the median household income for the entire country is roughly. 60 to 70 thousand dollars. I've been saying 60 a lot because I know my multiples is six better than seven, but it's really, <laughs> <laughs> it's really like closer to 70. And then when I say Maryland, it's like a little bit closer to like 86 90 now. But I, I know my multiple, I like saying 80 because the math is just easier for me. But you know, it's in that 60 to 70 thousand dollar range for the United States. So 75%, let's say you $60,000 in this case. Okay. 60, uh, 75% of $60,000 is $45,000. Okay. So men, you as an individual, right? Remember household income is however many people are working in that house. Technically, even if you live at home with your parents, that household income gets bumped up too, because your address is all the same. You're filing taxes that gets bumped up. So that's all inclusive here, but obviously, you know, you know, husband, wife, you know, family too, average size family, Man, you should be working across the entire country, right? That would be forty five thousand dollars. Now
1: And those are pre tax dollars. Pre tax dollars, Got yeah.
0: You. So for the United for the United States, the all the different states and I think Puerto Rico probably Puerto Rico D.C. and Guam, some other place in there. But, you know, the 50 states and plus D.C., that range is from $40,000 to $80,000 for, for each state. So the lower states around $40,000, you know, the Alabamas and Mississippis, the Arkansas, the Louisianas, and then you get up to $80,000 You're talking about the Maryland's, the D.C.'s, the New Jersey's, I think it's Massachusetts, you know, those type of states. So it's anywhere from 40 dollars to $80,000 of the median household income of all the states. So that's 75% at 25 years old. That's roughly anywhere from $30,000 to $60,000 thousand dollars. And so to transition to Maryland numbers, yes, if you're listening to this, which I think everyone listening to this lives in Maryland, if you're twenty five years old, you need to be making at least sixty thousand dollars. And that's just straight up pre tax. I'm not gonna get into the budget and we take out taxes and you got student loan debt, you got a car loan debt, you got rent. I mean I'm not you know, Maryland rent <laughs> I'm, <listening. laughs> like I'm not which even is really real. Yeah, I'm not I mean just think about it. If you make six thousand dollars pre tax, that's five thousand dollars a month. Five times twelve is sixty thousand. That's pre-tax. And in Maryland, I don't care if you got a roommate or not. If y'all, if you live in, you know, Howard County, Anne Arundel County, PG, no, not even PG County or MoCo. You're not living, you're not living out there. You're not living in Nova or DC, but your rent is probably a thousand dollars. Even if you have a roommate and if you make $5,000 pre-tax, even if you use that, that's 4,000 left. We take out taxes. Remember I said, you're not investing, right? But We start investing your debt payments, please. So, I, and then I said, I started, I started running the budget and like, it's, it's 60 K. So that's at that 25 years old, right? I'm not going to go through the examples for the rest of them. Cause it's the same math, but at 26, it'll be 80,000. I mean, excuse me, 80% at 27, 85%, 28, 90%, 29, 95% and 30 years old and plus a hundred percent. And again, disrespectful. I don't care. You're 30 years old and you live in Maryland, you don't make $80,000. I do not know what the hell you were doing. You live in like Hampstead. You live you live out here in Jordan. Do you know what the median household income is for Aberdeen? I
1: don't. It's $50,000. Oh, well.
0: Where I live at in Odenton, where the West Odenton and Odenton, and Gambles, that those three cities pretty much all the same place. Right. Guess how much it is. Double that uh, buck 20. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> so, yeah, where I live at Odenton is little is ninety nine thousand dollars median house income. Gotcha. So and that and again, obviously, the state of California is different from, you know, the city of Los Angeles. But I'm I, it, it goes way like California isn't, you know, as a state isn't right. up there. But, you know, obviously they have, you know, uh, the Bay Area, San Diego, L.A., you know. If you want to do, obviously you live in New York state, right. right. Versus New most people obviously live in New York city, but New York city is actually, it doesn't have that high, but when you Google it, so you actually have this on my, um, when you Google the median household income, it's actually not that high for the city, um, for the city of New York. Like, cause that's, that's, uh, you know, you got okay. like 10 million, you know, that's everything, you know, gotcha. a whole bunch of people in there, unfortunately, you know, section eight, so right, right, right. that narrows it down. But, um, obviously you got pockets, so you can narrow it down for your particular city, but like I said, I do have on my link tree. It's called the Financial Side Startup Kit. There's a link on there, or you can Google it. It's called I think it's um Cost of Living. You can just Google that, and there's a, a website that has the cost of living every like dr- drill down to your particular city, and you can see the averages of how much it costs. So essentially, a one hundred is a one to one dollar ratio, gotcha. and those places are like you know Georgia. Texas, etc. Right, that's what we see, and that's where a lot of people are moving to get those houses. Right, oh, yeah. Atlanta, Houston, because it's the it's most lot, bang for your buck. That right, makes it's a lot cheaper down there. However, you know, you don't, you lose. Y'all saw, it, unfortunately, y'all y'all saw what happened in Texas, and then I remember a couple of years ago when it snowed in Atlanta like two inches though, and they had to like leave their cars on the highway. Like you know, you start trading things off you know, when you leave places, this doesn't mean you have to live in the higher cost of living area, but those, you know, there's a website for that where you can compare where you live at, where you want to move and just those dollar ranges. Gotcha. So yeah, that, that's how you would, that's not a broke do, but man, that's what you should be trying for. Again, if you're 25 years old, 75% of the median household income, 20, 26 years old is going to be 80, 27 is 85, 28 is 90, 29 is 95. And then if you're 30, hundred percent plus, and that, that's, I mean, that's just, that just is what it is. That just is, those are the numbers. I wish it wasn't that way. And obviously I'm not saying, well, I am saying, I'm not saying that you're struggling, but mathematically, again, let, if you don't believe me, I'll get free, free, free financial session, session, excuse me, on testing your budget on this. Cause if you live in Maryland you're 30 years old, like I said, I don't know where you live. Like I said, you live in Hampstead, you live in Carroll County, you know, you live in Frederick County, which is West Virginia. You are not. You not living in a moco or pg
1: let's
0: say well, you could be married but you know you're on your own fellas get get your
1: that being said get your money get your right. money right yeah
0: okay. again this is for you i know that though i think a woman asked this question she, she so, definitely did yeah so. ladies, this is me now let me be very very clear women do not go up to men and say you know oh my god you're you 30 years K? old yeah yeah <laughs> don't do that um that's rude but, uh, yeah, that's just the street. Do you make 60k? I mean, whoa, listen. we're about to get to that in the next okay, question. All right, maybe not really. I don't know that that's a uh, little, oh. but um, yeah, that's that's what you should be working towards, man. Because again, just the the financial stability of it, like I said, most people aren't investing 15% of their pre tax income when you get there. Now you only got 85% to live off of. So you make 100k, you technically only make 85 because you're investing you know, $15,000. So that's just unfortunate. Like I said, what the numbers are, yes, it's expensive and uh, you know the places that most like you can move to montana wyoming too. I mean, good luck, <laughs> right and... you can move to some of these places but you want to live like there are six 24-hour cities and again these this is that thing when i said this people are like what this is like there are actual cities that are 24-hour cities and there are six of them it's dc new york boston chicago um la and san francisco those mm-hmm.
1: are the Billy's not on there
0: no those that like, like i wow. said there's okay. there's this is um from investopedia guys gotcha. so there's six 24-hour cities like i said dc new york boston chicago la and then um san francisco uh, you know though the cost of living in those places is insane and as a lot of people know the cost of living is extremely high obviously on the coast right and really on the water and Chicago is on the water. Everybody knows cost of living is always higher on the water Mm -hmm. from a real estate perspective. And as for those of you paying attention, I said, DC, New York, Boston, those are D.C. to Boston is eight hours. Obviously, there's crazy traffic, but that's I mean, that's eight hours worth. And those are those are half the 24 hour cities. And as Jordan just said, Philly's not in there. Neither is Baltimore. Neither is Annapolis. Right. Which is both on the water and as well as Philly. You sort of got Pittsburgh to the west of PA, but still then. Oh, wait, wait. Before you get to New York, what do you have to go through? Jersey. Jersey is one of the has one of the one of the most expensive states to live in. Mm-hmm. So, it you know, I mean, it's just. The the math is what it is. That that's what I'm really truly getting at, and why I'm saying that's what you should be shooting for, because the numbers are what they are. I mean, I can't. Unfortunately, I do try to um, find lower numbers, but <laughs> I, I, I mean, you know, you know me when the when the when the calculator says what it says, I'm just like I'll rerun them again. But if I keep in the same answer, listen, yeah, because I know I know a lot. I know a lot. Of, I know a lot of people who don't who don't fit that. Th- I mean, most and people do don't too. fit that threshold. Where and I'm not saying. I mean, like I said, I am saying that you're struggling, but just financially, not that you're not putting in the work, not that you're not grinding, et cetera. But when you talk about, which I'll get into later on in another episode, but the investments and the lifestyle, you start adding, factoring those things in, you add children in, I mean, the mo- the money's got to come from somewhere. And then, like I said, even if you make 80K and you live in Maryland and you're 30 years old and you have no debt, you barely getting by. Yeah. That's what I said. When,
1: I, when we add in debt into this, please. I mean, he said it's on a per-state basis. I mean, Maryland, I think it's at least, I think it's top 10. We're we're number, we, I mean, you
0: know, we like to fight at the top, but Maryland is the most expensive place to live in. We have the most millionaires per capita. I think our millionaire ratio is one out of 12 or one out of 13. It obviously helps that a lot of politicians probably have their residence as here, you know, because of DC. Right. But for those, I mean, like I said, everyone's probably lives in Maryland, but it's Maryland, DC and Nova, Northern Virginia. And when I say Maryland, I mean, Baltimore city, Baltimore County, PG County, Ann Arbor County, MOCO. And then, um, and then DC, and then Northern Virginia, which is Nova. That's pretty much all the same place. You can't if you. Your your cost of living doesn't change no matter where you go. You have to come out here to Harford County where Jordan lives at sorry. and his wife. So
1: <laughs> to, sorry, fellas, my yeah. friends that are listening to this in Hartford County, you, right. you don't you don't count. You're right, right? Yeah.
0: Okay. Jo- Jordan's me- median household income is way more than fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I knew when I told him that he's gonna be like, oh man, now you're probably thinking like, dang, I'm really doing well. <laughs> <laughs> then you he hear what I said where I live at, and he's like, crap. <laughs> right. Average. Right. Right. <laughs> um, so. That's that's important. Like I said, you can look up the city. But again, the, obviously, I mean, you don't just live in your city. I mean, you know, you go other places. So that's why I said by at least by state. But again, you know, some places like pockets like New York City, like L.A., you know, San Diego, San Fran, the Bay Area you know, those are a little bit different. You want to get those because a hundred, a hundred thousand dollars in LA or San Fran is nothing. right? Change. So yeah. And even 200, I mean, you gotta, you know, but you know, you adjust for that thing. Like I said, that cost of living website, that'll um, give you more in depth info on that. Dang fellas.
1: I tried to help y'all out, man. But, now, I mean, next time a lady <laughs> asks you if you broke, I mean, tell her you live in Maryland. That's all I can tell you. I mean, that's the best you can do. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's <laughs> get be, your money up in the meantime. Let's be clear. You know, I'll
0: be an advocate for y'all as, I mean, as I am, but in respect yeah. to black women, I'm not. Don't don't make me run the. We're about to run the fade on those finances. We are.
1: We are. So you you ready? you ready? So hold on. Let me let me. Are you good on that? Yeah,
0: on I doing? mean, you know, we can. All, I mean, like I said, I'll double back when I get to the investments and the generational wealth. I'll I'll bring that up again. Got you. Cause that's um, when i run the budget on the $300,000
1: for our listener that, that, uh, that asked that question. There I you go. That
0: answered. She out. like, it didn't. What? Well, <laughs> well, uh, well. <laughs> Hey, if you really want to know the real answer to this question, how do you spot a broke dude? Does he have medical insurance? Don't have sex with men who don't have medical insurance. That's my answer. He's not lying. That's though. my answer.
1: I said the, that on the last episode, the result of sex is potentially <laughs> is procreation. And if he ain't got no medical insurance, good luck. I mean, that's what
0: my health and sex. ed teacher said in high school, you know, what we call people who have sex. Parents. <laughs> Shout out to Miss Towns. Oh gee. She was one of those teachers oh, who taught she taught, you know, kids sex ed and then those kids had sex and had kids and then she taught like her you know, the kids she taught kids. Yeah. She's one of those career teachers. Yeah. Word to Miss Towns. Love her.
1: But yeah. Oh man. Oh my goodness. All right, that's good for that though. You, you, man, look. Okay. <laughs> sips 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 to you on this one. All right. This next one. All right. So we got this. This is the cancel a, question. Yeah. This is it. This one might make our this our last episode, guys. So Lies will I mean, we'll be back, we'll be next, back week. next week. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um so there was a TikTok flying around where a young lady was on there basically stating that she feels like the man uh, in the relationship should pay the whole mortgage or rent all right so the question is should a man pay all the mortgage or rent right okay and we would plug the tiktok in guys we'll probably yeah, we'll post it in we, the in the link description so yeah, you guys can access if uh, you want to but uh we we can't play it live yeah i didn't
0: I, we didn't prep for it. we probably could have but jordan i have tiktok jordan doesn't and the questions are on his phone too. so <laughs> we. sorry guys we're, it's all good though so yeah so she was saying she asked this on instagram and then, you know, then I guess she brought TikTok, whatever. But yeah, she said, you know, ladies, should your man, husband, or whatever pay the entire rent or mortgage? And then she mentioned how she was raised, I believe, in the South, you know, as traditional household, right? Where the man's you know, expected to provide for everything. Then she said she's a millennial woman. Then she said she was twenty seven. She has her own. She has multiple streams of incomes and two degrees, mm. which I had to do, everyone myself. and get yeah, the degrees in which I'll bring it to the table. Yeah, here's here's the main, there are multiple, look, like I said, I pre, I prefer this question, so <laughs> this, uh, okay, there are multiple things with this one, the, the issue is the underlining question with this for, you know, modern day terms is, what should, what are men expected to bring to the table, right, that's, that's essentially this question, um, let me say this, a lot of women are coming to the table as girlfriends, and then expecting a husband to come to the table and pick them as their wife, and the words of my brother, Girlfriends don't get married, wives do. Back to the mindset Ooh. situation here, right? It's that it's the mindset. So, what should men bring to the table? Well, as I just said about that, twenty-five to thirty years old. Again, again, let's say I'm, I'm going to play both sides here, right? right? Okay. So, when I'm working with men and I'm coaching them, I do my best to put them in a situation. Obviously, you know, if they're single. Right. To where they can pay for the financial house, mm-hmm. which is food then shelter, which in this case would be utilities and your rent or mortgage. Gotcha. Right. And then basic clothing, transportation, no car loan, this transportation because we don't get rid of that car loan. Right. So it would just be insurance and gas. And then obviously they have medical, dental, vision insurance and life insurance, three to six months of expenses saved, no debt. And they're investing. That's the floor I try to get all men to as fast as possible, regardless if they're married or not. But obviously, you know, it's different if they're married. But right. for single men, that's the floor I try to get them to as quickly as I possibly can. Because gotcha. right? you're, you're paying for all your necessities, you're investing, and you have an emergency fund, and you have no debt. Now, for me, I don't know what else women want brought to the table <laughs> outside, <laughs> outside the of the table itself. Sorry. Where is the, where is this infamous <laughs> table? No. So should a man pay for all the rental mortgage? In short, No. The issue is, she said, your man, your husband, or whatever. Women, y'all need to stop. Like I said, what's the um, what's the definition of broke dude? It needs to be more clarity brought into what you want in a relationship. Like I said, your husband, that's different. But a man, right, I mean, a non-husband, which is technically your friend from a legal standpoint, you know, a tax standpoint. Look, first off, he has a mortgage. This is man or woman. You don't pay the mortgage if you're not on it. That's mm-hmm. why this question was sort of funny to me how she phrased I know it's a TikTok, but still. I'm going to be very, 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 very clear man or woman. If you are not on a mortgage and you're not married, you don't pay the mortgage. I don't, don't. even that don't even make sense. And also too to be honest, if you marry someone right and they already have a house, I wouldn't pay the mortgage until either, you know, you get the paperwork redone for the loan or you got the will set up to where if they pass away, you get the home. Dude, don't mm, don't. Mm. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. So that's that if it's just like a man, right? Then on top of that, let's say right both of you have your own apartment and you move in with him. Okay. Well, he's already paying for the rent. So that's that's a null and void question because it's like you know yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make you
1: pay for it if I'm already right, paying for right. it you move in right like, and then
0: vice versa fellas if you move in, in with her I I assume well that's the thing cash app she might not already been paying for the rent let me let me be careful she might have been getting help but then you never mind but yeah if she's already paying for it then she should continue paying because like you were already doing it beforehand um, let's say though you move like you and your wife right. did but your girlfriend at the time right. y'all move in together. I'm going to be very, very clear. The biggest financial risk you can make is merging your finances with someone who you're not married to. Yeah. So for those of y'all who move, I know people do. I mean, I don't care, but people, you know, you're moving together, you're not married. That is a significant risk you're taking when you start acting like you're married financially. You're not. Unfortunately, people do get divorced, but at least when you're married, you have, you have the legal protection of being married in that process. When you are not married again, you're not married, so there's it's a lot of ambiguity, whatever that word is, ambiguous situation. Right. And then it's hard to figure that out. Again, I told Jordan this. Don't get, if you ever take out any more debt, make sure it's only with your wife. Do not get on a loan with someone you're not married to. Exactly. Pe- people are out here talking about should he pay the mortgage? People are out here, your man gets a mortgage, and then you get on the mortgage with your man. Y'all not married. You want.
1: Oh, the, my oh my, my married goodness! Married people lifestyle, but not yeah. the status. And I mean. Yeah, and if
0: you don't, if you don't have the will set up right, and one of you pass away, then their heirs technically get the home. And since y'all not married, you're not the immediate heir. And if you had the will set up, now you own a home like with their parents. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, but the the real issue with this question is, as always, what should men bring to the table? Well, what in, in response to that, what should women bring to the table? So for as this as this woman said. She, you know, wants a traditional man. Well, I would assume a traditional man would want a traditional woman. Look, here comes the logic. What's a traditional woman? Barefoot in the kitchen. (laughs) Dinner made when I get home and house clean. I mean, that is, you know, in general. But, you know, obviously, you know, update that. And again, you don't have to be this. As I said on a previous episode, it's not. What you want is does the person you want want you like it's, it's, it's not a one way street right. when it comes to relationships. So th- that's mm. really the question. Got to be a mutual connection. Yes. Yeah, Got to be a mutual connection. So then. Well, then what are women bring to the table? This is a black woman. So what are black women bring to the table? A whole bunch of student loan debt. Here we wow. go. Here we go. Here we go. You ready for this? Wow. out of all the student loan debt, how much do you think women hold as a percentage? Right. All women, all women. I'ma say I'm gonna throw out a number. Sixty five percent. Yes, it's sixty-six percent. They hold two thirds. Oh wow. Women hold two-thirds of all the student loan debt. That's almost a trillion dollars. Now, the great thing about that is men, we only got thirty-three percent. I don't got none. But it's only <laughs> Yeah, Jordan almost stayed a couple months. Be locked in. Yeah, but you know, thirty-three percent, that's that's pretty less still a lot of money, but you know, women hold 66 percent. Then on top of that, that's one stat, okay? Stat number two. Black people, as you mentioned before, are more likely to take out debt than any of the other races. So when it comes to actually applying for a student loan, taking out debt, we're more likely to take out debt. Then stat number three, when it comes to everyone who takes out debt, Uh black people take out more Mm -hmm. money, like when we actually take out debt as far as a dollar amount. So you couple those three statistics together. And what do you have? Black women with the most amount of debt. So black women take, I think it's a little over 37 $1,000, Thousand dollars, I think the median that Black women take out. Then on top of that, how do most people get uh, their degrees? How do they pay for them? With debt, who has the most degrees? Black women. Well, well. So this is, and to let me save myself here, what I test everyone to do from now on. I got, I got a lot of. T- photographer friends. But from now on, when I see these college graduation photos, bachelor's and on up, I need the amount of student loan debt that person is graduating with. I test that to everyone in the black community because that's the real issue. At the end of the day, we are trending down right now. Everything everybody's doing financially, it don't matter. We're heading down. We're not we're not moving up. We're going down. And at the end of the day, Assets minus liabilities equals your net worth. Our net worth is going towards zero. So we have to look at the liability situation and the debt in our community. For whatever reason, the wealth gap, racial issues, yada, yada, yada. Keep making excuses. Remember, Tulsa, Oklahoma ended 56 years after slavery. So the question is, have the last 56 years from 1965, to 2021, were they worse than the 56 years from 1865 to 1921? So that's pretty much civil rights movement to now or end of slavery to the end of Tulsa, Oklahoma, which was the wealthiest black community in the United States of America. A lot of y'all act like that, that the last 56 years were way worse than right after slavery. And that's when we were at our peak from a financial standpoint as black people. So that, that that's really a situation. What should men come to the table with? Less debt. What should women come to the table with? Less debt. If this is your husband. As I, we haven't done joint accounts yet. Your husband doesn't pay the bills. Y'all pay the bills. <laughs> I mean, I don't even care if you're one of your stay at home. There is no I. So if, for first, if you are want to get married, you, you pay the bills, too. I don't care if you work or not y'all are paying all the bills together that's how your budget is set up and again here we go see i'm on one today you have a 93 percent chance if you're a black married couple to get divorced in under five years Mm. seven percent of black marriages last longer than five years this is the i mean this is the whole issue i mean at the end of the day i test people to say name me a single statistic that black people dominate that isn't most professional athletes and most most artists name me one statistic that we dominate that's a positive statistic don't worry. I will wait because it's none. Well, we dominate all the bad statistics. Most debt, heart disease, overweight, and, and, you know, all, all the bad ones. We're, we're right up there at the top. Right. So that's the real issue. It doesn't matter if you're, your man can or can't pay the mortgage or rent or if he should pay all of it. Let's just say from a budgeting present example, right. let's say the, the rent is $1,500, right? Okay. Then he pays $500 elsewhere in the budget. So he's taking out $2,000 for your household. And then in the comments, they do a lot of women were saying, I'll pay for something somewhere else. Let's say you're some, some again, w- what are you paying for, right? right? You got to find this stuff. But let's say the, the woman's somewhere something else total is $2,000 as well.
1: So what's it? If y'all both putting up $2,000. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. So I was, I was actually right, ready yeah, like, Go ahead, put, go ahead, go ahead. So to put in, again, so I'm actually living this right now, right? Like uh, real world experience right now. So my wife and I, we literally just bought a home. And so technically, on paper, yes, I do pay the mortgage, right? But going back to what Corey just uh, reiterated, she pays a lot of other things that aren't necessarily the mortgage, which makes that amount equal, right? So if I, I'm, I mean, I have no problem sharing my mortgage is twenty four hundred dollars, right? So I, I pay, I pay that whole that whole thing, right? But my wife then pays the utilities, she right. pays the groceries, right. you know what I mean? So when you, when you start adding in These these individual line items off the budget, she's contributing just as much to these other things that aren't the mortgage that equate to the same amount as you know, what I mean, if she would have contributed to the mortgage. Right. So when you get down to it, it it really doesn't matter who specifically pays what line item if it's all coming out of the same pot. Exactly. So you you, kind of just got to mature mentally at some point and just, yeah. I mean, if, it, if it's really that big of a deal to you, okay, yeah, let your let your husband, not your man, man let yeah, your, your husband, husband pay the mortgage, right? If that, if that makes you feel better, sure, I'll pay the mortgage, but if you're still making the contributions because it's all one pot like you're supposed to, the, the numbers are going to still equal the same amount. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, from a, we do ours from a um, percentage standpoint, right? Because, I mean, as far as an income standpoint, yes, I do technically make more, but we, we still contribute the same amount percentage wise. So it okay. balances out. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, now, yeah, hey, I mean, I'm, hey, by limited. the way, I got you know? the, hey, next, next clip is loaded. Right. I'm, not, I'm not done. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get Corey some time to catch his breath because hey, he's, he's lighting this so, thing up, man. Yeah.
0: So, again, as Jordan just said, but in short, Jordan makes enough money to pay for all of the bills for their everything, not just their financial house, but everything. So, now, again, as Jordan mentioned before, women, y'all have to accept that wives is the ultimate status that you can receive from a man. So this is, you know, said husbands, you know, and wives in this situation. But if your husband makes enough money to pay for all of the bills, who, what does it matter if the mortgage or rent is like directly coming from his paycheck? I mean, because everybody gets paid different. You might get paid. Jordan get, doesn't get paid the same amount every single check. Right. Like, so there are, I mean, there's there so many factors in exactly how the money you know is coming in to your household but it doesn't matter like in this case if your man makes you know five thousand dollars and your entire budget is four thousand dollars why does it matter if you pay to rent a mortgage or not if you lose your job he can still pay for everything so there's there's so many layers to this question but yeah back to getting the ultimate title for men for women the ultimate title you can give a man is father Cause that's, that's what we look, put it like this, you if, a, if a man, exactly. I don't know. No, we're not there yet. Yeah. But think about this. <laughs> a man gets married. Right. And he, he becomes a stepfather. Men are going to look at him and ask him where are your kids at from her. Yep. Right, they really are. Right. And for men, look, man, if you don't got the wife, to, look, I mean, at the end of the day, y'all know rosters in the streets, you know, Meg just dropped her thought. What was her thought song called? Thought, thought stuff. <laughs> thought stuff. Yeah. She just, you know what I mean? Like y'all know what it is out here in the streets. But yeah, that, that's the one thing. It needs to be more clear of what people actually want in their relationships. And then on top of that, right, I was talking about the S word. I remembered it was now, but are you going to submit to your man? It's not about submitting to your man. The S word is actually support. When your man says, hey, I've been listening to this podcast. I want to want us to get out of debt and get in shape. Are you going to support him in that decision? Are you going to be combative with him? Right. Are you going to challenge him?
1: And and. and- it's okay to support challenge him in a, in a, in a positive right. manner. Let's yeah. be clear. You can ask questions, right? But if the outcome still leads to you guys making a more positive lifestyle change, that, that should, that's the result you right. want, right? You want to be combative to the point where the idea gets dismissed. Okay. You want to ask enough questions to then obtain more knowledge to then execute correctly, but you don't want to be combative to the point where it gets dismissed.
0: Exactly. So here, here's the thing. The real issue is that what happens when women make more money than men and what happens when you get involved in that situation? At the end of the day, hypergamy exists in humans. Hypergamy is when someone dates up, therefore the other person has to date down. And in humans, women date up. Therefore, by definition, men ha- have to date down. I mean, that that's how that works. I'm gonna say it again, because logic. If women are dating up, by definition, the men have to date down to date them. <laughs> they You both can't date up, because then you wouldn't be dating each other. So in that case, again, unfortunately, men do make more money than women on average. So in short... The man slash husband you want to marry, he really don't care that, and men really don't care how much money women make. But at the end of the day, right, we're talking about husband, right? Husband really means like house bond, so like bonding the house. I remember earlier I was talking about the definition of economy, which is household management. So for women who make more than their husband, who's going to be the quote unquote leader or in charge of the finances, right? Your husband and house bond, the person handling the economics, is he going to be able to make those executive or presidential type decisions and then you would be quote unquote as the vice president or giving advice to him right from a biblical standpoint a lot of people you know wisdom right that's the book of proverbs which is wisdom from king solomon however wisdom is what do you know what wisdom is wisdom is fe- is feminine wisdom is feminine okay. right? so by definition you know vice president giving advice that would be the wife's role but if a lot of women are coming to the table with a lot of quote unquote masculine traits right Where's the wisdom at? I mean, guys have wisdom, too, but that's why we join the military. Go out there and fight until you die. OK, I mean, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> the, the, right, that, the, whereas women are like, I don't know, if that's a good idea. Right. You know, <laughs> that type of general overall balance. So that's something very key. Even when you look at the Bible in Proverbs, it even says that wisdom, the only thing older than wisdom is God himself. Wisdom was there when God was creating the heavens and earth, so everything. So as the man is working and creating or building, providing, procuring, protecting the wife or wisdom is there, the feminine energy to give him advice along the path in life okay it's, it's, it's very it's very hey, for Dude, those of you who aren't a hey, the, the, yeah, the,
1: the preacher hey
0: the, hey the bible <laughs> episode is enough you have heard that my mans is here to get that vows but th- those are a lot of things coming in and play because at the end of the day a lot of women want homo relationships you don't want hetero relationships and i don't mean sexually i mean the actual relationship a lot of women bring to the table or lead with my finances my education etc which is what you look for from a man but by definition if he looks for the same thing from you, that would be a homo. But you want a hetero relationship, so he has to look for the opposite in you. Or by definition, you would bring the opposite to the table as far as what you truly lead with. It doesn't mean that women can't, you can't make your money, et cetera, et cetera. But again, women look for the ability to provide and protect. So by definition, in a hetero or opposite relationship, a man will be looking for something different. right? And then on top of that, again, I talk about the debt, how much you know black women have the most student loan debt. A lot of y'all got money according to my timeline. I'm going to be very, very clear. I did the statistics on this. I could be wrong. 1% of black women make $100,000. So I don't know how many of y'all got the bag. Y'all
1: got the bread. I don't know
0: how many of y'all got the bag, but Get it's 1%. I mean, it's 10% It's ten percent of men make, I think 10% of 15% of people, because it's household and it's individual. I think 10% of men make 100000 and then okay. 4% of women, like all, all one, single, not single, right? All of that. But let's say... Right. You want a man who makes, you know, six figures and that's at most you got a 10 percent chance. Right. This goes. So in in short, a temp, a a coin flip in football, that's luck. That's 50 50. We're talking about a 10 percent chance. So really, you would be extremely lucky, ladies, to get a man who makes one hundred thousand dollars plus. And luck is what the combination of hard work and opportunities. Right. Right. So if you have the opportunity to meet this man that you, quote unquote, want that you would not be settling for, have you put in the hard work in the past. Do you have the compound interest to be prepared for that situation? And at the end of the day, if only 10% of men, men make six figures, they would be the advantage because those 10% of men aren't attracted to 10% of the women population. <laughs> men are attracted to like almost all of it because we're men. <laughs> I mean, me I. so that's where it comes to. Should men pay all the rent? It really dwindles down to, you know, what should men bring to the table? No, men should not have to pay for all the rent. Obviously, you should be working to that position, right, because most people want to have families and things of that nature, children. So you want to be able to as, quote unquote, a man to provide everything for your family. So you put your wife in the position so she has the options to, quote unquote, do whatever she wants in modern day. Stay at home if she wants to work part time if she wants to or work full time. There is mom guilt. Here we go. Women, I'm on your side now. Mom guilt where either you don't get you get you're guilty either way you work full-time you look that bad as a mom you work part-time looked that bad as a mom and if you're a stay-at-home mom you look down upon there's only three options you either work full-time or not or you work part-time I doesn't mean, there's, <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing else you can do so that is the case as well but really I, I'm glad I remember this now all the engaged and married women y'all need to stop arguing with these single women you don't know on the internet that's the real issue and then what you also need to do as two men here saying this and gonna get canceled yep Y- the wives and the engaged women y'all you you need to speak up more on this situation you could sense you know man oh they're abusive or who hurts you or your mama black oh my god but as women you know you have you know usually don't deal with that type of stuff so for the women who think other women sound crazy right all this all the married women you know my man does this or has this whereas the single women are talking about the the theoretical man that they want right <laughs> it's like what no results because in short you know Imagine, you know, being your late thirties and forties and you still single talking about, you know, this is settling for a man to be more objective. That'd be like a man who's 40 years old, who's been making 30 to $40,000 for 15 years talking about, Hey man, I'm gonna show you how to make a hundred thousand dollars. We got the single women defining the parameters on how to become a wife, whereas the wives should be defining the parameters or the pipeline on how to become a wife.
1: Exactly. Again,
0: to revert it back to the objective scenario. We got men who make thirty, forty thousand dollars creating the parameters or pipeline on how to make six figures, whereas the six figure plus earners should be defining the pipeline parameters on how to do that.
1: It's backwards, y'all.
0: It's backwards. And that's why that's why the state community is where it is. My my man asked a question. He said, Can black women leave? I said you know, the household, I said, that's a rhetorical question. Have you pulled up the statistics of the black community the last 30, 40 years in which black women have been leading? The answer to that question would be no, because I thought y'all don't like where we at. Now y'all can say whatever reason you want until why the black men are not in the household, but the matriarchy exists in the black community as of late. And so there are two other options, either black men raise kids on their own or black men and women raise kids on their own. And both options, what do you have? Black men, right? Black boys, fourth grade reading level, right? I don't, I don't. I don't understand. So, man, no, you don't got to pay all the rent and mortgage. That's foolish. Don't pay the mortgage if y'all not married and you're not on it. Don't get on it with someone who you're not married to. Uh, from a rent standpoint, look, man, y'all do what y'all want to do. But, again, I think the parameters of a relationship we discussed up front and early on, trying to decrease the tabooness around finances. Y'all need to discuss, for me, just discuss it up front, you know, yeah. what you're looking for. Communicate, you know, lock what, in. yeah. And discuss how you want to move, move on again. If you're dating for marriage, make that clear because it's easier to formulate how your relationship is going to be versus y'all just going about it, you know, half assing it and just trying to figure out how things are going to go. And then now you're looking up two, three years in, you got a kid and y'all really don't know what you're doing because you're not married. And then you break up and now everything is screwed.
1: And again, living this right. Like, I I don't think there was ever actually a formal discussion and be like, hey, Jordan, I want you to pay all the mortgage. I mean, literally (laughs) where this came from is. It's easier for it just to all come from one account. So what ended up happening is okay, the way the money falls, it's like who can who can pay all this before it's due. You know what I mean at that time. And it was like, all right, I got it. You know what I mean. So that that's that's how paying the mortgage became a thing in my household. It wasn't even so much that my wife was like, hey, you need to pay all the mortgage. It was like, I mean, I can clear it before the first because that's when it's due. Exactly right. So yeah, married. That's married, 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 exactly, married. Right, and that. No, I was just saying communicate and being financially like-minded is what led us Mm -hmm. to these decisions, right? I feel like a lot of this input or this TikTok is from people who... I said the, the, the yeah, single women are exactly. out here it. look
0: single women keep women single look i'm telling you look we i got this later on but you know a lot a lot of women the reason you're not married is because your quote-unquote husband saw your girlfriends and he was like no 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 no, no 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 <laughs> no no
1: no no no, a lot of y'all are looking for y'all dream man and he might he probably already passed you. Yeah, he by already passed you by yeah, in a
0: position to be a wife you already met looking. him you already met him and so that, that's the thing too again they're there are shortage if for women who want a you know objective a six figure plus earner. At the end of the day, though, in the black community, there are more women than men. So I already mentioned this, but by definition, in a monogamous relationship, men have the advantage because we're not gonna be SOL. There there are more women than men. So we're all gonna get married off when we just paired off one to one. So just off of that, the strength of that alone, men have, you know. Options, literally. Then you want to talk about a, a black man that makes six figures and is single in your location, meets your height, weight, physique, sexual prowess.
1: Please. Listen. well
0: How many people? How many of y'all think there are?
1: That's like, I mean, again, example, right? That's like a unicorn knowing it's a unicorn, you yeah. know, and knowing its worth, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let me be clear. One of if you if you're a one of ten, yeah.
0: Okay. And then that that's one of that's all men. So we need divide, you know, take out the married men. That's pretty much half. Right. We're talking about the men who want women, right? We can't. I can't. I don't think we can say that word on YouTube. I got gotcha. you. Talking about the men who want women, then you double down. Then they have to be in your click location. Then Listen. if you have a height. Weight, physical prowess, sexual prowess, and race preference, then you have to actually be in the proximity. Then at the end of the day, that's your checklist. Y'all can all have what you want.
1: Bruh. Does that man want you? So then we went from a one of ten to now I'm a one of one. Bruh. And I got in this and I'm outnumbered.
0: Let me say this. <laughs> I mean, we know a lot of black people. I don't know a single guy over six feet that makes six figures.
1: You don't know a single guy. A black guy.
0: I don't know one black out of all the black guys I know that are six feet, I don't know any of them that make six figures.
1: I did. I mean if they I mean, they're an athlete, though. Professional athlete? Yeah, you said a single No, I'm talking about, I'm talking about ones I actually know personally. Yeah, guys over six feet, they make like six feet? Excluding the athletes
0: and entertainers, no triple Okay, I was about to say. No, you didn't no, no athletes, actors and artists. Okay. Yeah, yeah, none gotcha, of that. Gotcha, gotcha. No. Okay, so yeah, no. No, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's what I was bringing up before on an earlier episode when I said, now, again, if y'all don't want monogamy then you can change, you can just dead this whole conversation. There are plenty of men out here who will put you up in Miami and when he's in town, he's in town and y'all know exactly what I'm saying. And what's and, going down when he's in town. Yeah, and you, you keep that off the internet because, you know, his right. wife can't know. Right. But yeah. like for, I mean, for those who know me personally, like grew up in high school with, they, there's a girl I went to high school with. She she is in a relationship with somebody in NFL and he's a very good NFL player. But I've seen, like, I saw the whole maturity of that like, she was always dating the best athlete she could get around. I swear to God. <laughs> and it worked. That's why I call it 10,000 hours. It worked. She was always dating the best athlete she could get
1: her hands on. She's putting the time in. She's hey, prepping for hey, the moment. And he's
0: about to – I think he's getting paid next year. His contract's going to end this year, his last season. So, she – and she got a kid by him. And the baby looked just like him. So, you know, he ended up dying that.
1: <laughs> Shout out to her. The, hey, people,
0: hey, people know me know exactly what I'm talking about. And she – and his, her baby daddy ended up getting, like, good out of nowhere. He wasn't, like, a first-round pick. So, look – talking about striking gold, but yeah, what, what needs to be brought to the table? I think you, more parameters need, need to be discussed when relationships are being started. If you want marriage, you need to openly disclose that, discuss how you want your finances to be handled, right? That's the main cause, right? A divorce, infidelity, either sexual or mismanagement of finances, discuss children, right? I mean, cause it would, it would sound foolish. If someone said, I married someone who doesn't want to have kids and I, I want to have kids. Everyone would know that don't make no sense. Exactly. But on the financial or the fitness thing, it's like, people don't look at it the same way
1: i mean you have to be comfortable with putting yourself in uncomfortable conversations right mm. prior to marriage that's right what someone said that one more time be comfortable with putting yourself in uncomfortable conversations prior to marriage do you want to have kids like Corey said i mean talk about it right why why would you lock in for the rest of your life i mean let's be honest Some of y'all you know get married with the intent of not being locked in for the rest of your life that's half the problem but why would you lock in with somebody for the rest of your life with for with with someone who doesn't agree on a on a permanent life decision. You know what I mean? That you, And there's no compromising with kids. Like, do you want them or you don't? It's a one or a zero. It's, it's yeah, binary. It's binary, you know binary. I mean? yeah. It's not a... You can't have a half a kid. You know, you can't have them for half your life and then give them... I mean, it don't work like that. Like, you right. know what I mean? Like, so... Yeah,
0: yeah that's, that's, the, that's the cancel question. I mean, look, I said what I said, and when we get to the generational wealth and legacy, I'm doubling back. Like I said, this question, you know, got... But when we started defining some... When I put numbers to this stuff... Listen... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna yo, be upset. Yo, look, again, I need to see social media posts of college graduates. I need all men and women. I need how much money. Jordan didn't do this when he graduated. I was gonna comment, but it's his life. Master's degree, no debt. I mean, zero shout out to me. I came in just in time online. I mean, I did technically, but yeah, I mean, did. I, did, I didn't give him no money. Worked to his, his dad, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, that would be the first step. Everyone, I feel everyone needs to be more transparent with their finances. Yeah. So,
1: I mean, have, have that conversation. Yeah. What's, your, what's your debt look like? What's mm-hmm. your income look like? I mean, and it, it do it without its, it. Don't be, I mean, I don't want to say something like a gold digger, but I mean, these are the The more you situational awareness, right? The more, you know, the more informed decision you can make, um, Mm -hmm. especially when they start becoming long-term, right? Like you know, you're dating somebody and this is okay. This is going to be a permanent thing. What, what's, what's the plan? You know what I mean? What, what do you have? You, you need to know everything that's on the table so you can make the best decision about what to eat next. Okay. Exactly. yeah, so that being that's said, yeah.
0: With this will get. This is a forever question. The table and discussing finances, especially in the Black community, this question is essentially always underlying. That's why you need to get on a budget, right? Like I said, necessities, debt payments, investments, lifestyle, and and when we get to the investing in generational wealth, I'll put numbers to that, and then you know recap and work it in on what y'all be saying y'all want, and then when I put the math to it, I'm sorry, it just you know the math is what it is. So we're good on that for now. Shout See, out to our cancel question. Appreciate you. <laughs>
1: so you ready for this? Follow yeah, up ready for, for the next one. Okay. So a follow up for that is we are, we're already talking about, about married life and assets and financial management. So should you get a prenup? I know I just said a, a, a cuss word there, but uh,
0: should yeah. you get a prenup? The answer to this question is yes or no. Yes and no. In general, most people don't don't have enough assets, nor do they die with enough assets to where they need to get a prenup because you don't you know the, the the prenup would truly just be for how you're going to handle the kids <laughs>
1: right. most,
0: most people don't actually you know i mean in the, the day
1: well, okay what it. go ahead no so so prenups are, are
0: actually I yeah i'm gonna let you yeah i'm go not gonna tag in but yeah because i know you got you got your spiel on this but in general most people don't actually have the assets i know as you're going to say prenups can be set up for other things but in general most people just you're in, in short. You need a prenup to say, "Hey, when if we get divorced, your debt goes with you." <laughs> pretty <much. laughs> that's pretty much. That's the majority situation that most people are in. However, for those who don't know, prenups are just not "quote unquote" a financial document of what happens when you get divorced.
1: You can add, yeah, you can you can add a plethora of stuff to it So it's basically a contract um, that 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 limits. Um, debt, property, uh, investments, I- anything. There's a, there's a long laundry list of, of things that could be included in the prem- prenups. Um, the recommendation of whether you should, or the, I guess the question is whether you should get one or not. I think you should get a prenup, and I'm saying this because you should get one when both parties are in a happy um, state, right? So if you're, if you're making decisions on things like property, finances, investments, when you're both in a mutual state of, of love toward one another, then it prevents a lot of these conversations that you potentially would have to have down the line if you were to divorce. Right. So what people don't realize is when you get in that state, you're depending on why you got divorced or, you know, how, what the state of the relationship is when you're going through that process, you're usually going for blood, meaning like you're. <laughs> <laughs> it's a financial business decision, it's a financial decision. As I think Corey has said this before, uh inf- infidelity triggers a part of your brain. The same, the same,
0: yes. Yeah, sec- getting cheated on sexually triggers the same part of your brain at the same degree. So it's essentially the same thing as you know some type of financial issue. Exactly. So that's why I said infidelity is funny, same words exact same thing.
1: So that being said, it, it cuts you deep, right? So if you're going through that, and if that's the, one of the causes of your divorce, and let's be honest that usually it is from a statistic statistic standpoint you you know usually those are one of the two reasons you're getting divorced right you're you're going for blood that means you're trying to take usually for the most part you're trying to take all the property or all the investments if you're a woman men don't get anything yeah i mean yeah and i mean we'll talk about that too i mean the the law is in favor most of the time of the women but um Yeah. yeah so that being said if you do have a prenup a lot of this stuff is decided ahead of time right and again in good faith uh, basically saying like you said, you, you, you walk away with the debt that you came in with if it's not paid off already. But I mean, if you're if you working with Corey, you'll have that. Yeah, squared everybody away. So everybody come in a different it. situation. Yes, so the debt w-
0: I mean, you can get married with the debt, but you know, y'all would be that's
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then, you <laughs> know, and then any debt that's acquired while you are officially a, you know, a couple or buried, um, is then considered um joint a joint investment or a joint property, and then you either sell off pieces of the and in, in the event of a divorce, you either sell off pieces of the estate to cover um, the remaining balance on, on those things, or you would just then sell those things and divide it down the middle. Right. I right. mean, you could, there are varying agreements that you can come up with, with a prenup. However, um, I just think it's good to have as a just in case right now. The, the goal is to get married and stay married, right? Yeah, until you die. Exactly. So of course, if you're, if you're vetting the person correctly and you're, you're going through this process and you're dating and you're asking the right questions and you're comfortable with being uncomfortable in mm. conversation, then you get to the point where you have all the answers. And for the most part, Things go well, right? Your, yeah. your statistically your chances of success in marriage go Liar. up. You lock in, and then you don't you 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 make this agreement, and then you put it away in a cabinet somewhere. You never have to worry about it, right? Exactly. But it's like your parachute that if you ever need it is already packed. You know it's you know it's packed correctly, and you just all you got to do is pull the cord. Right now, imagine. Being on this plane of marriage, not having that parachute and having to jump out. Good luck. I mean, you if know, you're a man, if you're a woman, women don't need prenups. Listen, if you're a woman <laughs> and you're on that, <laughs> you're a woman do. and you're on that plane. You're flying the plane yeah. to the to the next hey, airport. No, she's the man to... just not gonna be on that plane when you get there. You well, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, fellas, uh, you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm saying you pr- protect yourselves, and right. I'm saying that with the intent of stay married. Okay, that's how you yes, protect yourself. Stay married. Stay married. You don't have yeah. to worry about it. But, you know, it, it is a good agreement to have. Yeah, it, it covers me, a variety of things.
0: Let me clarify, too, because I said yes and no. I said no, because in general, most most people don't have nothing. when you get divorced, it's literally, dang, I got it. We don't we don't we can't we got to sell that. We can't sell the house because the kids got to stay here and all these type of things. Most people don't got nothing, unfortunately. Right. However, when I was saying yes, that would be man or woman. Y'all are coming into the marriage and you have you know, significantly more assets than the other person or you both just have. A lot of ass uh, assets. I'm saying ass and sets. A lot of <laughs> a lot of assets on your own. But you know, if there's one of you are a multimillionaire, another person is a negative hundred thousandaire. You need to get a prenup. That that that's when it's clear cut. You get one no matter what. When there's a significant difference in assets, not income, not income, not income, assets. Because a lot of y'all got a lot of income, and y'all y'all assets are still the same with the person to make you know. 30% of what you make, y'all both, y'all both got a negative 50 net worth, 50 K net worth. So that's when you would de- definitely get one. There is a big difference in the assets that, you know, either parties bringing to the table or you both are just bringing a lot. Both of you got multi-million dollar businesses. You know, you just want to, pre- you know, if you want to, right, you would, you would get that. Then on top of that, we're talking about divorce, unfortunately, but a lot of people for whatever reason don't know this. When you get divorced, everything gets separated, but the kids, Right. People get divorced and will still have a loan with their ex spouse. Y'all are. I don't know. Again, I'm not a lawyer, but Jesus, my fees are definitely lower because if I was your lawyer in divorce, we every everything is separated paperwork wise, except birth certificates and things that involve children. Everything. If you get a divorce with someone, you literally have your name on nothing that doesn't involve the kids. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Because people people do this and they want help. It's like. I'm sorry, you still have a mortgage with your spe- your ex-wife? Uh, why? Well, I mean, the kids still live there. Okay, and this is, and again, at the end of the day, a lot of people don't like this. Divorce hurts the kids worse than the parents. I mean, so y'all, you know, it is what it is. It, the kids get screwed more than the adults but at the end of the day you're keeping the house that the wife can't afford that the husband still technically has to put some money up for Mm -hmm. because you want to keep the kids in the same school district no sell the house split it 50 50 and get an apartment because that's what you can now afford as a single parent that's that's called real life and people don't want to do that and then the stuff gets gets royally screwed and one thing with divorce we're talking about the prenup for me i always made the joke I'm going to tell my kids your your mother took all of your legacy. I don't know cuz you know cuz we didn't get the legacy in generational wealth talk, but I told you at the end of the day my you know your wife and or your, your husband Everything we're doing is for the children and our grandchildren, you exactly. know, et cetera. So I don't know why you're trying to take the whole 401k. We agree we wasn't going to spend it all anyway. Right. <laughs> like, it's
1: not the, even for yeah. us. You what know? Do
0: you, we have, the house is for the kids. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you know, we, ha- we have the will set up and you see everything in here is, you know, when we both die, this is who it goes to. So why are you trying to strip it from from me or the other person or make it so, you know, we're decreasing the ROI or how much we can invest in the long term? I'm going to tell you straight up. Your mom, your mom took everything. <laughs> right. Right. So. Yeah, prenups, again, like I said, in general, most people don't have enough assets to actually get to one. Yeah, you don't yeah. have anything to protect. Like I said, but you could get one, though, to make sure the person leaves with their debt.
1: You leave with yours. Right. You can but, You can always lock in. I think yeah. another thing people don't know is you can always update your prenup, right? You right. can do it at any time. It just requires a third party to witness a signature, um, mm-hmm. a formal notary yeah. or something of that nature yeah. um, to record the update uh, for the legal documentation. The other thing is prenups are strictly just like a, a general contract between you and your spouse. But I mean, ultimately who decides what happens is it's the, the board, judge, right? Yeah. It's the judge, right? So you, yeah. you bring this contract. It's a legal document that says X, Y, and Z. But I mean, the judge does have the ability to throw that entire statement out yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, and and do whatever they want to do anyway. Yeah. So yeah. this is just something again, that shows that you and your significant other had, came to an agreement in good faith for things that you currently have or things that you have in the future. Yeah. Um. But that being said, it could mean nothing in the long run. But right. it's I, I think it's something that that's good to have in place because, again, coming from a place of love, you know what I mean? While, while I love you, I want you to get half of everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Half of right. everything I got and half of everything I will get. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you ask me again after you cheat on me, I mean, well, you know, the answer's going to change for right. sure. I mean, at the end of the day, are for men, they're not
0: for women. Women have the ultra advantage in divorce court. And um, what is it called? Is it, it's not uh, family court. That's family court probably for divorce right. court too. So women, no women don't need, women don't need prenups. Few women get screwed on that. Word of Jeff Bezos <laughs> gave up. all his, his ex-wife is one of the wealthiest. I think she is. I mean, she might not be still, but was, I think the wealthiest woman ever off <laughs> the strength of the divorce. So yeah, yeah, you can put that in place. I mean, again, it's a protection. Again, anytime you get a lawyer involved, you know I mean? You're doing your best to protect yourself. So exactly. yeah, you can get a prenup if you want to you know, at the end of the day, don't, again, don't marry, don't marry, don't be on the same page with your spouse, be on the same page with your fiance. Exactly. I mean, at the end of the day, you're supposed to have all these things figured out before you even sign that actual marriage certificate in the first place to, you know, put your contingencies in place on what you guys are expecting in the marriage and what you're willing and willing to not, you know, fight through. But at the end of the day, you never know what your spouse is doing anyway. He's not with them 24-7. Exactly. So. That's called trust, all right. You, done with the prenup. You ready? You ready, ready for the next question? One? Yeah, we're going to overtime. All right, we're going to overtime. Sorry, y'all. We're very much aware. We're, yeah, over we're to going overtime. We, <laughs> got, we, <laughs> got some, we got some stuff to cover. Okay, again, be an adult, pause yeah. it, come back. We try to get all the fan questions in. It's not our fault. We got a whole bunch of finance. I was about to say,
1: our guests were actually locked in this week, so yeah, we're and they, firing them all. We got
0: a big one. Sorry for the, the mortgage rent one. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> all right, all right
1: you ready? One. This ties in. Yeah, see, they all tie in. Okay, so our, our, our next um question again is from another guest and um they would like to know how to save for a wedding right so mm. you, we all we know this is you know one of the potential yeah, so you're engaged to, you're engaged
0: yeah, yeah. we say potential what no go ahead no we're just saying one that?
1: the potentially one of the biggest expenses that you could have oh yeah in your, your entire in your marriage, marriage. So yeah yeah that being uh-huh. said it, you know what i mean you you, you do want to know how yeah, to save how to for, save for it. it do you know what my answer do you remember what my answer is for this i mean i know what i did okay <laughs> i don't know if that was your answer but what I know did what you I do, did. do? I didn't, I mean, I didn't, I had a, let me, I don't wanna say I didn't have a wedding. I had a much, much a smaller one. wedding, a traditional wedding. Um, a well, wedding. You didn't have a traditional wedding. Oh, I'm sorry. You, I, <laughs> you had a small I, one. I had a small wedding. Um, I had one that fit into my budget. So, I mean, do you wanna continue real quick before you give your finance? Oh, my, about? look, I, how do you say for a wedding? You don't. I'm <laughs> anti having a wedding.
0: And let me, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, do you wanna, another, <laughs> another woman, like, what? I mean, let, let me be clear. Again, 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 significant marriage counseling. Y'all don't get on the same page with finance with your spouse. Same page with finance with your fiance. Y'all should already know how you want to handle debt because you have already defined that before you even signed this marriage certificate. For me, and again, we are black, so back to the black women, and I, they're probably mad at me earlier and clicked off of this. <laughs> how much debt is getting brought to the table? This is, I want to be very, 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 very clear. Let me speak on this because this is sort of we can... I think this is one of my data questions, but let's say, um, what is it? Engagement ring. Men do not take out debt for the engagement ring. Y'all don't, are
1: fools. Don't do I it. I
0: don't care what anyone says. Insanity, insanity, insanity. You're fool. You're a fool. A full blown fool. If she needs you to take out debt for the wedding, first off, you don't need a ring. Again, people be mixing up marriage. And being married and weddings, you don't need a wedding or an engagement ring or any of that stuff to S- be married.
1: Small interjection: I challenge yeah. you to look up the requirements to get married, and then what you want for a, a wedding, and see yeah. how much extra stuff is included yeah. in a wedding versus what is actually required yeah. to legally it's, be married. It's like by ten dollars, right? L- literally, it's a like certif- a certificate. Like, yeah. In the state of Maryland, you have to have a formal ceremony. You have to have a witness. Yeah, each um, side, each side yeah, has a witness. Yeah, so you have to have a witness on each side to sign the, you know, the document. Sign. Yeah, I didn't. I was
0: the best man in a wedding. You gotta yeah. sign it.
1: And I'm I'm ninety percent. So I, I think the certificate or in the the actual ceremony, if you don't want if you want to have one at the courthouse, I think it's fifty dollars. And the certificate itself is fifty dollars. So yeah. It's like, so hundred dollars to get married. Hundred. Hundred dollars to get married. A hundred dollars and I think about four signatures, including you and your spouse. Yeah. <laughs> so no. five because you got the officiant. Yeah. yeah, yeah Two so. witnesses, officiant, yours and your wife. So, no, no wedding. But yeah, to me,
0: <laughs> again, to me, again, if I'm working with someone, I got to see how much debt y'all. If you again, weddings, I think like. 30, bu- 30 grand, 30 bucks. You wish it was 30 bucks, 30 grand, <laughs> 30 grand. I never come out the pandemic. So I assume these prices are going to be, you talk about inflation. They, uh,
1: the three most expensive yeah. times in your life are when you're born, when you get married and, and when you, you die. die. Yeah. <laughs> it, let's be honest. People try, for a wedding. Wedding. You so tell expensive. somebody. Yes. For a wedding, they tax, tax, tax It's times like 10, whatever the base price was. Yeah. So if you, I guarantee if you had the exact same event and called it something different, mm-hmm. you'd save half the money. Right. It's a wedding is just a, a a glorified party with the times five rate. You know yeah. what I mean? It, <sighs> yeah,
0: and I think the issue with weddings is again marketing. Like Valentine's Day, it's not a, you know they just made that to take money from us. But um, with weddings, you, you can have the wedding later on. Like yes. the, the the in all honesty, if you plan on being married until you die. Well, unfortunately, some people do die early on, but if you plan on being married till you die, just have the wedding when you guys are more financially stable. Cause the one thing, and this is how I am when I spend money. I don't like, I don't have enough money for this quote unquote. If I'm going to do a wedding, we going to get we're going to do the, going to have, I mean, essentially, it's a big party. Like, it's, right. uh, we're going to get everything. We don't want to have to cut back on things. We got to get flowers here. We got to cut here. No, like have, have the wedding you want to have. And obviously most time that's going to be, you know, later on in life, you're going to be more financially stable. But if you equate wanting to have the wedding, you know, you know, soon right after you got engaged and you got all this debt, let's be very, very clear. You got six figures in debt. Now mortgage debt and you had a wedding, I don't even know what you want. That that again, that's why we at where we at. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> don't, you're not lying.
1: That don't make that don't make no sense. See. And then Go ahead. No, I was just—I mean, I'm circling back around. So, how how to save for a wedding? They're pre- They're you don't fact like, I mean,
0: Yeah. Okay. Let me ask the question. Yeah. I mean, I mean,
1: but if you yeah. want to actually save for what, so you have to put yourself yeah. in a position where you can save for the wedding. So that right. means debt debt so gone. Yeah. Debt paid. Right. No, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not. No. No. I'm good. I'm just, yeah. I'm we infringing. we we are let synergizing. Right. We right. <laughs> locked in. Look. So yeah. you know, debt paid. All right. Your 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 income is is up. Emergency fund funded. All right. So you you make sure you got that put away to the side. And then from there, you plan accordingly. You cash flow the wedding. I know y'all, a lot of y'all are like, what? What does that mean? You, you pay, pay for, for it, it out, cash. Of pocket. <laughs> out of pocket. Okay, yes. Y'all should you know do that. we've right. been budgeting
0: a lot. Exactly. Cash flow, Lock discretionary in. income. No, here's the one thing. If Jordan and his wife had a wedding, we wouldn't be sitting here right now. We really wouldn't. That, I, that's that's one of my questions. Do you want the wedding, you know, money for the wedding or do you want down payment for the house? Then on top of that, the three months was not three months expenses for an engagement ring. Let's be very, very clear. You want this man who can pay the rent and the mortgage. i gonna be very, very clear. I don't say how much money I make, but I'd be buying a car. You got your, you got your rabbit ass <laughs> mind.
1: You not locked hey i'm three, talking about a, in a nice car I'm, yeah not about a, a, bucket, nice car. Okay, a nice yeah, car yeah a very nice like,
0: vehicle right you want you want three months and le- i assume it's post tax it's definitely not pre-tax like, it's definitely not pre-tax it's definitely not three months now i think it's actually a month yeah i'll do i'll do a month's worth of income but then if i give you a month for a ring that means I only worked 11 months this year <laughs> oh, <no> bad <laughs> but no yeah if i mean again do you I would think the mortgage outranks the wedding, or not the mortgage, but you know, buying a house, property, right? It's a good thing. Y'all be wanting all this money, but then y'all don't make the money
1: making decisions. I mean, life experience. I've I've verbally. He did it. Yeah, he did. He literally did. I've asked my wife that exact question (laughs) Do you want the home or do you want the the wedding i mean and look where we sitting. yeah at. she chose the home I, I mean and it's and it's not that is the wedding even back on the table it's it's i mean it's always on the table so the good thing is that when you're in the position that you know y'all you will do it when y'all want to exactly. Right, exactly so it's like you know hey love if you want to have this wedding we can you always know. have the wedding but i just we have to you want to put yourself in a position where you can prioritize what you want to prioritize right exactly and my wife wanted a house so what did we do we bought her the house and then not even just the house we wanted the house that she wanted uh, that was though that was exactly my exact wording i said look if we pay off debt i will get you the house you want and my wife literally picked the home out we're sitting in right. and we made it happen be careful with that because a pandemic might happen Listen,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, you're, and you're calling me talking about core we got the house look bro right now they said the house market's crazy Listen. so uh we but no yeah
1: that's buying a home in a pandemic is, is yeah. wild but i mean you, again you you put yourself in a financial position where even when the delta does occur. You know what I mean? You you can still compensate for it and do what you said you were going to do. OK, so that being the case, how do you save for a wedding? I mean, you got to get to where you can. And then you again, you account for it, save up that money on a monthly yeah. basis and make mm-hmm. it happen. Now,
0: yeah, let me let me actually answer the question because you can save up for the wedding while you have debt. But again, how you save up for the wedding? Budget. So you would be on a budget. And that's why I somehow at the end of the day, the budget is always the root for me. You would have your leftover amount. So you could quote unquote cash flow, uh, you know, say so you can save $2,000 a month and y'all want to get married in a year. It's called $24,000 for the wedding. Corey, where can we get married for $24,000? You're the ones who don't have enough money, not me now obviously you can get your parents involved i'm just, I'm just saying right people that's, the, that's why I always say that's the answer because most people have debt so that's why i'm like you can't have the wedding because right. you probably got debt if you're listening to this i don't I understand like again especially in the black community again on our way to a zero net worth it's all it's got to be all about assets long term not just obtaining but maintaining like i mean again wedding i mean i've been look i've been i got a wedding i'm in a wedding in in october i was in two weddings in a six month time span like Yeah, go ahead and get married. I don't care. Obviously, again, if you have a smaller wedding, but, you know, if you're trying to get the venues, just the venue is tens of thousands of dollars and you have tens of thousands of dollars in debt. That's just a bad financial decision that you're making. And again, like I said, if you plan on, you know, to death do us part, you can get the wedding whenever. I know some of you might have, you know, older grandparents so you want, you know, invite them to the smaller wedding like that. That's the one thing, too. You got to start making sacrifices right. in your life so you can get what you want in the long term. You know, like I said, instant gratification lifestyle. It's like where you want to be at in 10, 15, 20 years. And if you're essentially going to set back not just yourself, generational wealth and legacy, your children, just so your grandmother, who unfortunately fumbled her entire life financially, that's not the move. Exactly. That's not the move. And yes, I just said that. Remember, Black Wall Street, 56 years after slavery. So unfortunately, silent generation, you don't get no excuses out of me.
1: And let's be clear, ladies. I, I know you guys are probably come, thinking we're coming at y'all <laughs> sideways. Like, oh, yeah this, is, yeah, this is the episode. Don't have the wedding. You <laughs> this know. is the episode. Get them. Those guys, they, they don't know what they're talking about. Look, notice we said don't have the wedding yet. We didn't say don't get married. Yeah. Okay? Th- and do, that's again, the, yeah. go to the courthouse. You can get married. Okay. Just plan for the wedding when you can have the wedding, when you can cash flow the wedding, and then you have to do what, put the work in, and do what is necessary to then have the money to cash flow the wedding. Exactly, exactly. You can you can have
0: the wedding, and again, like I said, it's it's for y'all. Well, it's not weddings aren't for men, but again, if it's not the wedding you want, then like just don't. You know, don't have half, half butt it and just get something you don't really want. And, you know, wait, wait until you got the money so you can do what you want to do. I mean, exactly. it's that simple.
1: Don't settle. Just wait.
0: Yeah. Well, they're settling because, you know, they're marrying a man who can't pay the rent of the mortgage. Well, so here well, we go with
1: that. Yeah. Now.
0: Yeah. You know, how you know. OK, here, see, I forgot this. You know how many divorces are filed by black women? I don't. 80 percent of them. Oh, wow. <laughs> so something ain't working right. Men don't
1: leave their wives. That that's never happened. I mean, that I kind of understand that though, because I feel like if I get to the point where I want to get down on one knee and ask you to be with that's me it. forever, like we that's locked it. in, like that's just how my mentality works. Like I, that's it. I didn't go pay for a ring and you know what I mean and do all this and build up the nerve to ask exactly. you to be with me for the rest of my life for me to say nah, yeah. I'm good. Public, like, yeah, we got social media now. You're, you crazy? to exactly. do that. I'm locked in. Yeah, both think lock, Yeah, things happen. Still. <laughs>
0: Like, hey to death do his part but yeah okay we good for that how to save for a wedding yes you would budget for it pay cash yeah say how to save for a wedding pay cash for it do not go into debt for a wedding do not go in debt for the engagement ring and I mean, stop going into debt
1: Corey didn't say this directly but i know we've talked about it before on you know squeeze. you can always squeeze your budget if you want to accelerate the pace of which you you know you're mm, saving take an for extra job wedding. no no i'm saying take next oh, okay. job to gotcha, squeeze gotcha. It. yeah get more money yeah i mean that's you know raise your income or, yep. or spend less all right. Yeah. That raise your income, you- decrease your outcome. Exactly. <laughs> you know, that you got more discretionary income and you can set that discretionary income aside for the yeah. wedding. Okay. Yeah.
0: And then on top of that, really the best way to save for a wedding before you know you quote unquote get engaged Start discussing when y'all want to get married so you can start financial. I mean, again, at the end of the day, engagements to me, to my knowledge, are always a surprise regardless if y'all, you know, you go ring shopping with her or not. I've never seen a woman who hasn't act like, you know, you you went and got the ring, you got fitted, and you know, it's, you know, and then, you know, I've never <laughs> seen a woman not act like she's being shot that she's being proposed to. So that's what I would, you know, discuss when y'all want to get married, when you want to have the anniversary, you know, if, you know, people, you got to fly in, all these type of things, and you can just start you know, budgeting for it at a time, you know, again, logically, if you know, you want to do something, start saving for it, you know, as early, you know, as possible. Don't wait if you can until after you get engaged, to start saving for the wedding. Cause by definition you have less time.
1: Exactly. That's proactive,
0: not reactive. Yeah. Proactive, not re- reactive. Pre, Prevention versus over treatment, or whatever I was supposed to say. Preventative versus treatment. There we go. Gotcha. All right. Last, last question. You ready? We yeah. It's the last one in the clip.
1: You good? Yeah, we're good. All right. So there is. This was another question from one of our guests. Oh god. Um, and they wanted anything. to know what's the difference between being cheap and being smart. And again, that is the verbatim question. Um, I was going to
0: ask you ask this question. I realize I can't do that because we got to keep you know people protected Don't um you. so first off we're not cheap on according in full effect we yes. are oh, okay No, yeah we're okay. not cheap or frugal we are wealth conscious we are wealth conscious over here so there's no there's no such thing as being cheap i mean again you probably got a whole bunch of debt that's what i'm talking about <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> pull your bin up so hey, let me no, yeah i mean when people ask for, like, again I do financial coaching. Like I know how much, again, as y'all, as y'all see me just rambling off all these statistics, I know what a lot of the averages are. And unfortunately they're not like, you know, 50%. So I, it's like 70, 80%, you know, as uh, people in a certain situation financially. So mo- you know, m- most people are struggling financially. So again, a, a, a smart decision, right. Would be this man is trying to pay off debt. So you might not be going out on dates at all. Oh, Lord. Hold on. Let me be clear. If a man is by the way, men, you can date with debt, right? I mean, in, yeah. in our currency, I like to say what it is, not what's wrong or right. Women don't want you out here if you're not paying for their stuff. But at the end of the day, you can obviously get out here and date you know even if you have debt but ladies if you want to marry this man and he's saying look we can't go out on any dates at all because i'm paying off my debt so i can stabilize our finances so that we can get a house or that we can get you know the engagement ring that you want etc cetera, etc cetera, i don't see how that's being cheap because in short you want the short term gratification over the long term gratification,
1: which means you're in the market for, you know, you, for the wrong stuff anyway. Yeah. But um,
0: yeah, a lot of you are marrying boyfriends and girlfriends. You're not marrying actual husband and wives. You, you married this man and he still doesn't realize y'all need to be, you know, financially stable.
1: Exactly. That goes back
0: to the husband, the house bond the economics, the household management. It's like,
1: Jesus. I also don't like the word cheap, right? I feel like that just yeah. makes you buy the thing that is the lowest, the, the lowest yeah, cost lowest value. Right? Like yeah, it's low value, value doesn't we, last long. Nah. And I, like like Corey said, we're wealth conscious. We're not. Cheap. I'm so. I'm. I think we're we, we're strategic. We're selective, right? I to make selective purchase. I'm, let's put it this way. I think we we've said it before. I we purchase. I don't. Shop. I don't shop. I make purchases. Exactly. Exactly. That's me. That's me. So, don't say we. That's my phrase. That it's like, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm <not laughs> sure.
0: Corey's phrase? I implement yeah, it. I, I do yeah. implement it. We, yeah.
1: I pull up with the amount that I want to spend and tell you exactly what I want. I don't Mm -hmm. need to shop. I didn't come here to browse. I I knew what I wanted when I, when I wanted it because I've been saving for it for the past six months. You know what I mean? We don't shop. We make purchases. So that being the case, cheap is a negative connotation. I mean, if if you're dating somebody who's just out here buying the the lowest value of of things, then he's Mm -hmm. not necessarily wealth conscious. He might actually be cheap. Right.
0: Exactly. And then you said the positive word is frugal. say we're not cheap or, or frugal We're wealth conscious. People use the word frugal instead. Well, in all honesty, women are going to call you broke, fellas. That's why the question, that's why the first question was asked. They're going to say you're broke, right? They're probably saying that about us. <laughs> I'll be broke with no debt. In my house. I mean Y'all have gauged how much money Jordan and I make. So i will mean, <laughs> be there. That. That's why I need that's why I need the number though. As I said. Jordan and <laughs> I might make the cut or We might still be broke. That's, but um I mean, that's cool. I, yeah, Jordan I mean, Jordan is, Jordan's married, he does not care at all. I'm, I'm not, not so, completely so, checked yeah. out.
1: <laughs> so um but yeah, there's just, only one person that can call me broke and hurt my feelings and there's nobody <laughs> listening to this other than Via. So yeah, so <laughs> shout out
0: to we're you. gonna we we're gonna ask her what the number is though. <laughs> 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 You're like it's definitely at least, you know what Jordan makes. <laughs> No, but yeah, I mean the difference between being cheap or frugal, right, and being smart, it would be cheap if even if you are on a budget where you essentially you budget to spend a hundred dollars on a date and you still don't spend the hundred dollars that would be being cheap or frugal yeah you know, i mean whatever you budget to spend for right spend, you spend that i mean that, okay. that's the whole point yeah but i mean jessica wants to go out to oh eat. jessica okay. Je- jessica you are the woman the black woman we're talking about the whole time <laughs> let me i forgot this i meant to say that that's all whenever i said black women it was all about jessica so i can save myself i'm lying it's that's too right. late now too knee deep in
1: but uh yeah, sorry. it's been an hour an hour late. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, forgot. Maybe, look jessica wants to go out to eat so if you budget yeah. that hundred dollars spend that hundred dollars don't be cheap. Okay? Right. Yeah. But again,
0: I, to me, and again, like I said, being on a budget, I wouldn't, it's for me, as I'm thinking about it, right, once, I don't know, I guess the pandemic is over, but like how much money I would spend going out to eat. The, the true answer is none. Be well, The main reason is I don't have any time. I, I don't have any time to do. I really, the, the only time I have is on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. And people are like, well, that sounds like a lot of time. Not it's really, not. because I work, right? <laughs> from 5 a.m. From 5 to 9 a.m., you guys, how do you think these videos, I mean, how, you know, <laughs> where do you guys think this stuff comes exactly. from, right? I'm doing some type of editing, working out, right? Studying to, again, have information for y'all. Then I work, quote, unquote, you know, my 9 to 5. And then from 5 to whenever I go to sleep, Whatever I don't get done from five to nine, (laughs) that's what I do from once I get off work you know until I go to sleep and then on Monday and Wednesdays we have the finally fit class so from I mean I have from 5 to 6 that's really my only time I have for real for real because I have the class right after from 5 to 6 ladies on Mondays and Wednesdays I'm open right I, I'm open however that's assuming I actually quote unquote stop working at 5 I mean I'm a software developer so I so stop not how that yeah, works yeah I mean I stop working when my brain is done of ideas and so I mean real I mean, Jordan no, I mean real talk I mean, yeah, <laughs> like, real, I mean that's how like, for real hey, like, I, I mean, hey you get in the zone I'm about to solve as much stuff as I can solve right now it's hard to get in that development zone at the highest level possible we have
1: requirements and it don't yeah. matter when those requirements Terms. get completed they just need to be done Yeah, they the need deadline. to
0: be done <laughs> this the jira, the jira backlog is literally back, backed up it's a you know it's a whole backlog of stuff so the main i mean really the main time i have some five to six before our class because obviously you know i got the class at six o'clock but you know on tuesdays once i'm off work i'm either exercising if we have to do you know any type of challenges that month or i'm putting in work for the podcast putting in work for my business educating myself just General from a financial standpoint, helping my clients, Jordan, <laughs> and like I mean, I, I've been calling y'all. I'm like, no, no, I
1: use all my I mean, all my services. Yeah,
0: <laughs> helping my clients with anything, and I, obviously helping them. But again, I have to come with. I always tell them, don't run faster than me. Like I said, I mean, I I didn't go to college for this, so I mean, I, I'm learning this stuff, you know, as well as you know, doing my job. So I gotta take in all that information meditating breathing exercises reading you know self-help books not just finance books on youtube doing research youtube academy right university all these type of things udemy I'm doing, I'm doing all that type of stuff. So if I'm looking at like budgeting and like on Saturdays, as you know, Saturday is my finance day. I I book Saturday, the entire day for Saturday. I can, I'll do anything finance related. That's why I book the entire day for from the time I wake up. So I go to sleep. And that's when, you know, I meet with some of my clients on Saturdays because obviously people have stuff to do during the week. Then obviously we told y'all we record these on Sunday. Sunday. So Sunday is booked for the entire, entire podcast. Obviously I can do stuff afterwards, but you know, we first, we keep we keep getting better at stuff, but then we keep adding stuff to the plate. So, exactly. you know, we we can't, we haven't figured out a way to do this in, you know, three hours or so because we just, we're trying to make it better for y'all. So, when like, if I, again, for me, that's what I was talking about earlier on the podcast files, how much will I spend? I mean, I'm probably going out one date, you know what I mean? So yeah. I'll spend, I'll spend the $500, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, because you, when you add up, you know, like you said, the Taco Bells, Chipotle is like, you know, it's, you're probably spending close to $500 exactly. um, in total on talking about going out to eat food. So, you know that I guess it would be cheap, but it's like I just don't have the time, so I'm not. It's not being. I'm. I have zero dollars for you. Sorry. I mean, like, it's not that. But I'm. See, I'm quality of time person. So for my love language, not quantity, quality. So I'm. In short, I'm. Look, thirty minutes. I'm good. I. You know, I'll, I'll call you. I'll call you when I'm free. Right. <laughs> After that, you know, I'm about. To, I got some other stuff to do. And at the end of the day, you want all this stuff, ma'am, ladies. How do you? It don't. How do you think it shows up? <laughs> Exactly. Oh my goodness! Got to so, put
1: the time in to get those dollars.
0: Yeah, no. So that's um that's the difference between being cheap. Cheap would be you wouldn't be spending your full budget, even if you budget for it. And then again, being smart. Essentially, everything I've said on here. If if I have no issue if a guy's saying you know he's budgeting and he did not budget for going out to eat because he's trying to get out of debt as fast as possible. That for me that makes the most sense. Right. Now if y'all are already together, good luck pulling that off. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you know. I mean, most if, if it's something that you've been putting in routine, most women will respect your, you know, your ability to be fiscally responsible, aka, wealth conscious. What
0: do right? you mean, most women? Who you
1: said that you're, if you're already
0: get, already together? Oh, if you're already together, I thought you meant okay. I, thought I thought you, you Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. you were saying it most women in general. I was like, that's a lie. That's not true. they I, will call I, y'all broke if you look. Y'all already, yeah. already know the internet. I'm talking
1: about once you once you already all together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
0: let me say this: if she don't, great. Time don't to get together. time to break <laughs> up. <laughs> that's why I said you don't want to get married. And ooh my
1: goodness, yeah, yeah, that's bad. Don't find out a showstopper once you're locked in and close the door behind you. Oh, okay, my yeah, yeah, that's bad. Woo! Almost two and a half hours, y'all.
0: I think we're good. We're good. I mean, yeah, the did... rest of those questions, you added that one, right? Right. Okay, do you have anything? I mean, do you remember anything you said for fitness? Listen, that <laughs> was an hour and a half ago. No, I'm yeah, just... <laughs> it, was. It, was. it was an hour and a half ago.
1: OPT model fitness journey, carbs, okay, start. Find your own why for your fitness journey. Um, This probably be my think piece for the day. Um, What you're going to have to realize is that your fitness journey is going to take some time, regardless of what the goal is. Um, So your why is super important because it will become your intrinsic motivation on the days when things get hard. Because I'm not going to sit here in front like fitness is all, you know, is all easy. It's work, okay? Um, It's work. It puts you in uncomfortable situations. Um, more frequent than not, whether it be dietary or whether it be from putting in um, a level of effort on, you know, workouts and exercise where whether it be getting more sleep than you've been getting because people don't realize sleep is a part of the recovery process and that's mm-hmm. necessary to execute a proper fitness lifestyle. So that being the case, you have to really want your goal right because ultimately all trainers or even your accountability group can do is hold you accountable or put the put the plan in place for you to be great but you still have to execute the steps in order for it to work so my think piece think piece for the day is to pick a strong why for your fitness journey before you start okay because if you don't you're you're more likely to fall off the path throughout the duration of your fitness journey and you don't want that to happen Last thing you want to do is get halfway around the board and then have to start back from go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, get back foot in jail. No $200. No $200. Okay. Get, 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 go pass, go. Don't, get,
0: get, don't collect too Get
1: money, money. Okay. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so All right. That we'll being that. said, that's that's it.
0: All right. So for my thing, hey, I got lucky today. You know, shout out to God. You know, he's put, again, this is a compound interest, y'all. I didn't write this today. So for my think piece today, since I talked, to, well, I, I know what I did. I talked down about black women today. Whatever, okay. so uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am we, so we love terrible. Y'all. We love y'all. I am, let's be clear. I'm trying to help y'all have better men and I mean, help y'all be more clear on the men that you want. I mean, whatever, yeah. whatever. First off, I mean, I'm not married. <laughs> I'm not married, neither is y'all. So it's not like we even. And, and I don't got no debt. So we be, best case even there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my man. goodness, they are going to crucify me oh, if they find this. They will crucify me. I don't. I don't care that I'm here for the fight. <laughs> All right, so. For my, <laughs> <laughs> Let me focus. We've been here long. And by the way, we got the freaking fans off. So I know Jordan's probably dying because I am too. <laughs> <laughs> just a little, just a little one. Hey. We are. All right, right. So for the thing piece, so we're about to wrap up y'all. So for this thing piece, since we talked a lot about marriage, right. And what you look for, as I said, a lot of y'all, you know, you married a boyfriend a girlfriend, not a husband or a wife. A lot of you are married legally, but not relationally. Right. So you get married or engaged to someone, who you're not willing to solve all of life's problems with. That's really what you need to do, right? And that's why I'm talking about the intention marriage counseling. Before you get married, the four main things are uh, how you're going to handle finances, right? Money, how you're going to handle raised kids, in-laws, and then religion. And at the end of the day, for me, the main cause of divorce is finance. Obviously, sex sex is a no-brainer. I think everybody knows that that has to be talked about, which I don't discuss. But anyway, that obviously needs to be discussed. But Definitely fi- needs to talk about it. Yeah, money Kids, in-laws, and religion, at the end of the day, that's all money, right? Because your kids is, you know, college fund, right? What we're going to do for them, Save, savings account. In-laws, the biggest thing we're talking about, weddings, that's the, if you want to see when your in-laws are going to be a problem financially, the wedding is usually, if it doesn't, have it, it's going to happen there. So, so, the you know, your mom or dad and father-in-law, or they're going to, you know, try to hold something over your head. Then when it comes to religion, for those of you who pay tides, right, 10, 10% of what you make, you would, you know, bring that up there as well. So you need to marry someone who you're willing to solve all of life's problems with, because a lot of you are married to someone who you have completely different financial goals than. And it doesn't matter if your financial literacy level is different. Obviously, you know, everyone comes from a different part or a different starting points. So you can, you know, work your way together, but you need to marry someone who you're going to go through everything with. And what's the, Jordan, you know what the main thing you should be able to get through your spouse with? main the main problem the main issue the bad stuff everything i mean anything what's the worst thing though what's like, the number one the worst thing infidelity death of a child i highly ah. recommend that you should i know and then people again back the the be comfortable having uncomfortable uncomfortable conversations if you if you can bring this one up discuss how you guys are going to handle the death of a child and obviously not like a grown one right and not and not a miscarriage just miss because people you know miss people women don't always go full term anyway so you know those are different statistics on exactly what a miscarriage is. But I'm talking about, you know, two, three years old, right? A lot of people talking about, you know, bearing you six feet. You haven't seen nothing if you haven't been to a three-foot casket funeral. Three-foot caskets, that, that is something that will burn in your head forever. So for those of you talking about the finances and stuff, if y'all are going to, and then how, how do you even get to this mindset, right? Because this is literally the the worst. As I said, it's the worst thing you can do. The only thing, this is worse than everything. This is I'd rather go through bankruptcy, you know, owing tax, all this type of stuff. Obviously, everyone knows you never want to bury your child. However, you want to, that, that's the thing. What causes the most divorces, I would think the highest percentage rate, meaning if it happens, Right. I'm pretty sure the percentage rate on if a child, if your child dies, because was, uh, why did I get married? And he, he told Jenna Jackson, oh, hey, yeah, what's your have Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's unfortunate. And then on a sour note, but we're going to keep it a band on here. That's the, I'm not a marriage counselor, but that's what I truly recommend. If y'all can figure out how you're going to go through the death of a child or, you know, some type of disabilities, things of that nature, that that's that's going to put you in a great is to put you in a great position isn't because then you think y'all will be able to literally go through anything. Because that's the worst thing that could possibly happen, because if your house, you know, gets destroyed and your kids still alive, you at the end mm-hmm. of the day. It is what it is. You all these taxes. It is, like That's the one thing, too. We can, fix, we can fix all the money issues. Right. I mean, you can make a new kid, which people do do. But, you know, that's obviously something you never want to have to go through. But it'll never be the same. Yeah, it'll yeah. never be the same. Yeah, you only got, you know, DNA. You only got that, that only, you know, unique person right there. Right. So that is something I highly recommend y'all think about as well for the marriage thing. If you can go through the death of a child with someone you want to marry, your spouse, that would be a very good position. Corey, you were single. What the hell do you know? She... Clearly more than y'all. I know no, but, definitely more. Than, I, can do a, hey, I can do a marriage budget better than all the married people. The so, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I give the financial therapy advice on money. Oh, but man. no, yes, that's my think piece for that. So we good to go? I think we're good to go. All right. Let me say it again. Shout out to the cancel episode. We don't care. But
1: we're here to make an impact hey put those put that time in today put y'all. that we, time we, we, in like, yeah we we put, put that in work
0: in today those reps and sets the, yeah this is um <laughs> the compensate for the two up ep- the two episodes we missed yeah let's 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 say that this is a compensate technically that would be t- you know two more hours worth but so you know we gave you an extra 30 minutes we did miss two episodes we're more settled now this is where we're gonna be yes. we'll probably we still gotta get a camera because i'm recording this on my phone all this yeah. type of stuff but the actual scenery this would be uh Pretty stable now.
1: As y'all can see, every couple episodes we're upgrading. Yeah, we're progressing. Right. <laughs> nine in I
0: mean nine in. I hey. think hey, you can go back yeah, look on my timeline on my Instagram. Like you can see, you know, all the stuff's Next changed. Next week's
1: gonna be special, it's episode ten. Episode okay.
0: ten, would you hey twenty a hey, we ended twenty percent. That's officially marking pe- that we are putting in yeah, work. we're putting in work, okay. you know. That guy could have been lying though. He could he could been one hundred percent
1: lying. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. We're gonna celebrate it anyway. Oh
0: my goodness. <laughs> But um yeah so
1: uh plugs one more time. Yeah, shameless plugs. So
0: you can follow me again at sideline underscore corey. Again, that's sideline underscore corey. You can follow Jordan at stop stalling J. That's
1: S T O P S T A L L I N G J A Y on everything follow the business at finally fit oh six and that Y F I T i-n-a-l-l-y-f-i-t-0-6 ig and facebook all
0: right i was pre- i was prepping for what else i had to say and i it's forgot what you know. it's and good. then obviously you can uh follow us on youtube at cordon in full effect again that's Corden in full effect if you watch this whole video please comment and let us know because ultimate credit to you and then like you know share subscribe please. hit that bell for the notification If you have not already. Give us that feedback. We really want that. Help help us out for the YouTube algorithm and obviously leave the reviews on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Um, I think that is it. Oh, I've been doing more of the real stuff. So if you want some more financial information, my Instagram, I'm. I got that board that I thought I was never going to use, but that's why I bought it. <laughs> Give him more. Yeah. The,
1: the, he has some really useful information on there. Yeah. Guys, so please check that I'm out. I'm not a financial advisor, though. His most recent uh, reel has covered the gift tax. Yeah. So. I'm going
0: to go over that on the podcast okay. as well, more in depth. Well, actually, it's not going to be, it actually is what I did. I mean, it's not going to be you know, a minute of a reel, but right yeah, I'm going to go over the gift tax. It's,
1: it's impressive. He's wrapping up some complicated concepts yeah. in about 30 seconds, though. So yeah. I, you know, definitely I'm, check those out.
0: Yeah. I'm going to show you how you can get $180,000, no taxes, in one year. <laughs> unless y'all know how to do that yeah
1: tune in well
0: people have to have the money to give it to you
1: it's a gift
0: but um yeah so you know we're making more traction on everything so appreciate y'all supporting. i think uh we're good to go all right so just remember to save more and say less and keep making better your best and we will catch y'all in the next one let's go